Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm Ian. And we have officially made it to the big boy episodes. That's number 40. 40. 40. This is where this everybody is says 40 in a different way, and it's like, Fowdy. Fowdy shouting. Fowdies. Fowdies. <laughs> Fowdies. Everybody's all pissed off right now. Because they ain't got Fowdies. <laughs> That's why they're pissed. They wouldn't be pissed if they got 40s. Uh, yep. 4Ds. I need to, That's the other thing I need to do. I need to get my shit polished. You get your 4Ds mounted up. Mm-hmm. I keep so, my 43s mounted up. Damn. Yeah, called you out, really? son. Um, right, okay, so... What'd you do this week? Not a damn thing. Huh. I mean, literally like nothing. Nothing. Wow. I don't know. I piddled around with her a little bit, but I'm in hate mode with her. In hate mode? Yep. <laughs> um, I didn't do too much on the Jeep. I stared at it. Nope. Yeah. I uh, I don't even remember doing anything on it. Like, I feel like I touched it. Uh-huh. Like it's in the garage now, and I don't. Was it in the garage last week? No. Okay, so I've clearly touched it. You did. You it's, fired up. And it's moved in the garage. It. Did you back it in or pull it in? It's pulled in. Okay, so you turned it around. The tires are off the front. Okay. Um, the sheet metal's all off. I've got the old EXO shit stuck up there for inspirational purposes. I did some more steering diagnoses. Got a new orbital coming. Okay. So you did do things. You yeah, did a it's just not, nothing, I, nothing it's crazy. traumatic stuff. So I just try to block block it out of my brain. <laughs> I did things this week. I forgot about it. Okay, you let's ready? hear it. I uh, so it turns out there's people that actually listen to this. Good. I don't know if you know that. Couple. There's like three, three or four. So one of them, Andrew. Yep. Danger Zone. Yep. Himself. Okay. Hit me up after the episode. Do you remember what we talked about last week on last week's episode? Mm. about my situation what i had going on what i had I'd recently purchased two things that are new to us for the axles they make the, all the tires go around okay St- you still thinking on it a little bit the tires ziplock the ziplockers oh the ziplockers so I bought, okay. the, I yep. bought the econ ziplockers okay. and we were talking about the airlines and needing bigger airline like you were talking about can i get like a stainless braided yeah and so I get a message on Tuesday and it's Andrew and he's like, yo, you can, in fact, get a more hardier line for that application. Heftier. Yes. Okay. Hefty, hardy, durable. Beefier. Better. Paraflex. Paraflex. Sounds Paraflex. expensive. I think I say Parflex. Paraflex. Probably might be Parflex. I'm not sure. Okay. Either way, it's a it's a, a um, plastic line. Okay. And. uh so he uh he hits me up. He's like, "Yeah, man, you can get these here." And I'm like, "Oh, that's sweet." He's like, "Actually, I got these just sitting here on the shelf, and uh, I'm not using them, so there make me an offer, ten dollars." All right, almost. I made a little more offer than that. Okay, want to be fair about you didn't it? Cut him off the angle. They're like, well, no, they're like, see, the short one was eighty. The short one, the six foot one, was like eighty dollars a piece, and then like the long ones, like a little under a hundred or something like that. Okay. Um. So there's a six and a twelve. So you run the six goes to either the front or the rear. Like, depends you on where it, you mount your depends shit. on where you put your valves at. Yep. Anyway, but the uh, these have they are um, a ninety degree fitting that that screws into the axle. Yep. And then it goes and you can your line will go with your link or whatever, and it'll go to uh, you know wherever. And on the other end is a corresponding end that screws into your valve. Yep. 
And uh, but they're like they're crimp fit. They look like a they look almost like a brake line almost. Okay. They look really nice. So it's just a plastic line that's yep. got a crimp fitting on it. Basically. Okay. And uh so they look pretty gnarly, and I was like, so I mean he just like made me an offer. I said, okay. So I you made did, an offer. and you but he accepted your generous offer. He did. And uh and he shipped them to inbound. me. Inbound. They nice. are inbound. Cool. Where did he go? Are you going to bring them over so I can touch them? Yes. I will bring them to you so you can fandle them. Finger fondle. There you go. There's a picture of them. Okay. So I'll it literally post, just looks like a... I'll post a picture on the internet. They, should, they should be here when this comes out. Okay. So cool. he said they'd be here like two, Tuesday or Thursday. Okay. Or Tuesday or Wednesday. All right. Um. Yeah. So he sent me that and they're pretty cool. They look like they should work really well. Now you just need an air source. I think it's, it must be Parflex. P-A-R-F-L-E-X. Parflex. Parflex. Parflex think sounds better. Okay. So anyway, nonetheless. So what are you doing for an air source? Less. Um, TBD? Oh, well. Or you know? Or? Uh, I'm working on it. I am trying to figure out. Um, I kind of want to run CO2. And I have various options for that. Okay. One option would be to build a regulator setup and run just like a 20 ounce paintball CO2 tank. Cut. You could just run that and just, you know, because I mean, like it's an air locker. They don't use any air. Yep. And you've got 20 ounces of liquid CO2. It's going to last a while. Yeah. Like it's 200 paintball shots. I'm pretty sure a, CO, a locker uses less than a paintball. Cut. Nonetheless. Um, looking into that, but would love to have a backup compressor just in case. What do you. Um, so What's why not a, just go with a compressor and call it a day? I don't know. I like the idea of CO2. Why? I don't know because this is what I was getting. It's already a tank. Like, this is like a loaded question to so, get you to this point because so, I knew where you were going and I was like, okay, why do you need both of them? Like, okay, back up. So I'm here to listen. Let's say you let's say you do pop a line. Yep. And your CO2 goes. Yep. And you're like, well, that sucks. It all gone. Yep. Yep. And now you have a backup just chilling there. Yep. And you can employ this now this compressor uh-huh. to fill that tank back up. Uh-huh. So you do have air to get whatever. Yep. Or say, yeah, you know, or you, for whatever, you know, just whatever. It's just a, like a, it's a backup. Oh, I and get it. Like I could put a compressor anywhere. They're not that hard to mount. Why not just do a compressor? Because I want a tank as well. So what? I wanted a tank to go with the compressor. Okay. So this if I had a CO2 problem. tank, that would be the tank. Why do you need a, what? You're going to try to fill your CO2 tank with an air compressor? You definitely could. Why would you need to? You wouldn't need. But if it was empty, you could. What? What? Why would you want to, on the trail, you're going to completely drain a CO2 tank. If it happened. And then you're going to fire up a compressor that you have on board. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to fill the tank. Uh-huh. Why not just use the damn compressor? I think you're making this too hard on yourself. You need what? a nice via air compressor. Okay. Get you a little, like, half-gallon tank. They're fuck. They're not cheap. I hook you up. Oh. You got one? I hook you up. Laying around? Yeah. Oh, I got a couple of them. Okay. So then you just put that in there, just a little air tank. Mm-hmm. Get your little Vire 400 compressor. Mm-hmm. Plumber into the tank. Yeah. Put a little fitting. Done. Huh. That's all you need. I don't know why you need CO2. You don't need a backup. I mean, it was just, I wanted it. I get it. You know? I have a CO2 tank and I hate it. Why? It's bulky. Uh-huh. It's cumbersome. It's annoying. You got to go fill it. 
It's is always that the one, fucking is that the one in here. The nitrogen one. No, that's that's for my uh, air shock. Oh, or for that's shocks. for like charging shocks. Oh yeah. yeah. The other one, it's like a twenty. It's a twenty pound tank. It sucks. Jesus, it's heavy. That's a big sum bitch. Don't fuck around. I was looking for a five or a ten. Yeah. So Small you still got to go buy a tank, and then you got to buy a regulator. So, oh. I did some things on that. I did some research on that. You'd probably do it for a couple hundred bucks. Uh, 340. Okay. That's tank, regulator, uh, protective handle, the aluminum handle with a nice little thing on it. Yep. Uh, that is, and then also the mount bracket to mount it to whatever vehicle and hold it in place with straps. Okay. 339 shipped. Yep. Or a Vier is what? Sub two, 400 to something sub 300 sub 300 and then you're done and then you got like all the fucking whoop ass of air um couple that with your more flight uh oh yeah seen that's the thing profit. that's what i was thinking i was like if i had the power tank set up or if i had like a co2 tank set up and set it to 100 pounds i could run that and you know i could like use that with the more flight if i wanted to or i could have a compressor i could use it with the more flight if i, I wanted just to use your compressor it would just done. depend on where i'm at what i'm doing nope compressor. i still kind of want a co2 tank you can want all the one. I'm just kinda, telling you. I, I think I, you're going to like here's, a compressor. Here's what I want to do. Unlimited air. I, I kind of want to buy a no-name or maybe even a power tank brand tank, okay? Cut. In matte black. Yep. Get it. Scuff it down. Paint it bougie blue. Okay. Just to just, drive around and have a tank. Just have a bougie blue cool. tank hanging in the back. I don't think you need that. I feel like I should do it. I don't think anybody looks at your rig and goes, God, if he had a bougie if, blue air tank in the back of that, I seven would be people just heard that and they're oh. going to send me a message right now and be like, do it. I bet more people send you a message and say, buy only an air compressor versus both. Okay. You guys have my number. You know where to find me. Do it. Snapchat, whatever. Do it. You, you know, you guys follow me on the snaps. You follow me on the, on the Instagram. Just I tell mean, us all. You have all the ways. Okay. So, a vier of a year, vier of year, four hundred p or four hundred c. Um, I uh, don't 400 remember. C. It's just a compressor. Uh, four hundred c. Let's see. Is this right? Yes. The there's one here on Amazon Prime. One seventy one. Shit. And you've got a tank. Yep. How big? I don't know. It's like big. Where'd you get it? I can't tell. You. Nondescript Mexico. It's brand new. Brand new. Yep. Aluminum? Powder coated. Powder coated. Yep. Has mounts? Yep. Um, how big around? Two liter bottle? Why you gotta fucking want to know everything? You're trying to talk me out of a CO2 tank. You have to have the descriptions. All right, you can open your eyes. Okay, I got my eyes. Don't flail the so shit Ian, out of your arms. Ian hit the pause button, and then he was like, "Hold on, I was only gone for like thirty seconds." He's like, "Just give me, a, just give me a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll set you up." And was now it, he's back. Was it less than a minute? I is a little over a minute. I made it through a couple songs. You ready? Yep. Don't flail your arms. Oh, see, that's too big. It's not too big at all. God, these huge. I see. I saw this on the interwebs. Huh. It's not too big. That's so perfect. Asking thou shall receive. Yep. Where in the hell am I gonna put this little under fat the fucker? under the body? <laughs> oh, oh well, up underneath there. Um, I probably not at next. That's the size of your air compressor. You got a big uh, cargo compartment. Yeah, you can mount that somewhere. I wonder if I can put it under the back seat. Take it home and figure it out. Okay. All right. Well, so I got my air as tank. As long as today. you don't buy a CO2 <laughs> tank, because oh my god, I saved money on an air tank. I'm gonna go buy a CO2. No. Okay. So now we'll see. I was gonna pull the trigger last night until I saw the shipping. Because it was what, like, on a tank. 
on a CO2 tank. Oh my God. So like I said, I, so through priests, so through priest products, uh-huh. I found that you can build a CO2 tank, essentially a power tank, dual gauge. Oh yeah. Twin. Yeah. Nearly a twin. It's a now power tank. It's does the, have it's a the less attractive twin. Power tank has a lifetime warranty on their tanks, but li- that is the trick. Power tank has a lifetime warranty on their tanks and the extra money you're paying for a power tank. They're putting back into R and D to further their power, their technology yep. in the CO2 off-road tank usage, which is fun, but which is great. Like, and so that's where I'm torn at. The, the technology is a compressor. <laughs> like the technology is I'm going to huh. go buy here and buy a compressor because fucking CO2 is like annoying. I don't know. I don't think you could run an air tool on. Yes. Um, an air compressor, like a little via oh, air. Yeah. Well, with this, you could, but on a CO2, you can with this tank. You could. Yeah. I've run an impact on my CO2 before and the fucking regular just turn freezes the, up. And you just put crazy. this thing because this is probably good to 150 pounds. Oh, it's it's probably it should be good to some air pressure. Say? It oh. is an, it is legitimately a China tank. Nope, it's an OEM air tank <laughs> from somewhere. If you from look some OEM, her, without saying it, you can look behind you and you can probably guess what brand. Oh, well, why does this matter? You don't work for them anymore. <laughs> I know, but you never know. You never know. The government might be out to get you. The government. So yeah, did Ian Boyce used to work for you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I think it's off a uh, on the internet. Twelve hundred uh, series planner that really? happens to be red. <laughs> we need mount Kubota air clutches on there. Uh, not Kubota International. Yeah, it might be. Never know. <laughs> the original. <Maybe>. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying is I think okay. that with a compressor done. Okay, well I have a tank. It's not bougie blue. Do you can paint that? It's powder coated. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure pretty that's pretty powder coated. I don't, I don't put some. I'll, I'll send it to the. You can shop. do whatever you want to do. I have it wrapped. I'll Get just take it a zinc wrap. coated. Ooh. gold tank it. And segue. Uh, so Ian has already seen him, so it's not as fun. Let me touch that because one. I couldn't. I want to touch. No, one. I don't want that one. That one's the one you fucked up. What I, I don't know. It looks like it's missing some of the plating. It is something. like I don't know what happened there. And then you're gonna. Is me. It's all me. I, I, fun I feel like you keep touching it. Does this plating wear off? Is that it? I mean, well, I think the color changes a little bit if you oh. fondle it too much. It's like a grade eight bolt. So the more you yeah. touch it, the more it messes or the more it does things. But the plating is not gone. The plating is still there. The zinc plating is still so there. Clean. Um, we just met. I just, I, I kept messing fondling. Yeah, you were sitting over there for like an hour and a half rubbing the shit out of it. <laughs> like, will this come off if I keep rubbing it? Uh, uh, seemingly it does wear at some point or to some degree. What do you do? But the uh, it probably the, still won't rust. No, it's probably I think the just zinc. A- the zinc coating still there. Anyhow, um, so I have a 1979 Ford style F150 or Bronco style Dana 44 axle, and with that, the brake caliper bracket is separate from the hub and the spindle and the knuckle. The being a 79 they're kind of old and uh, if anybody's ever worked on them there's the brake the way that the brakes go together is kind of interesting the brake pads slide into the caliper and then the caliper slides into this like up into the bracket uh-huh. and then this these two pieces i'm holding here you've got a slide and then you've got this like it's like a wedge bar, what it's I like call a, it. It's like a tension bar. Sure. It looks like a leaf spring for an old Corvette. Or an RC the car. The monoleaf. Um, or, or an RC car. Yeah, like a leaf spring for an RC car. Right. So you have this tension bar that goes on here, and then this all slides together up underneath the caliper. 
And uh, so these parts are kind of old and, you know, they're 41 Does years old. Does have two bolts that hold that on? Single. Yeah, so my, it can go either, damn it can slide either way. The same. So like the, this is a universal side to side. Yeah. Um, what he's referencing is on the slide bar. There's two notches in the bottom of it. And those notches are for the the retaining bolt to hold it in place. See, on my 60 outers, my GM 60 outers have the same yeah. setup, but they are one side and they're like more of a wedge. Oh, really? So it only so like wait, it's like half of this that. is a wedge. The oh. slide bar is a wedge. Like it's missing this. like this half of it. And huh. it kind of like wedges in there. Weird. And then the little torsion spring thing goes on top and then you got one like flat hex bolt with a thing on it. It's kind of different. Same concept, but similar concept. Yeah. They all did that back in like the seventies and stuff. Yep. So like, um, but anyway, the thing is, is they were kind of old, 41 years old and kind of decrepit a little bit, you know, a little rust on them. A little. I've had somebody who was 41 years old. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> old and crusty. Well, this one was left out in the rain a lot, you know? Oh, so maybe. if you're left out in the rain a lot and you're 41 years old, I'm sorry. You probably look a little rough. You're probably rough around the edges. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what I did was, uh, Chris, when Chris Willie came and dropped off my Dana 44 and my nine inch chunk from complete off road. Yeah. Uh, while was he that was a standing pun there, or no, huh? You said dropped off, dropped off. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you, or you actually, I don't know, <laughs> dropped, dropped it. it. <laughs> uh, so when he did that, um, he also, um, we were sitting there kind of chit chatting back and forth and I had kind of mentioned something about having some stuff plated. And then you guys saw, if you looked on my Instagram and saw the picture that he plated my nine inch, the, the yoke on it and stuff. And I said, well, can I send some of this other stuff back? And I sent it back with him. And he's like, yeah, I'll get with you know Rich in the morning and uh, we'll send it over to the plating shop, which is connected to Complete Off-Road Key City Plating. And that's why I think it's funny when you say send it over. You mean like walk, walk to it. the other side of the building? Yeah, you just open the door and walk into the next yeah. building. Yeah, yep. it's perfect. It's comical. I mean, it's great. You got to run it over to the plating shop. Can you shop. imagine how convenient that would be? Everything I own would be gold. Every, well, at least for, oh, we're black. Wow. They do, they do the, the silver here. Like, I, you know, we have the gold right here. The, yep. the silver. Um, they do, I think he calls it silver or white. I don't remember. Um, they do the nickel and then they do the gold and then they do a black, black, black cool. zinc. Yeah. Like you've seen a black zinc plate of bolt. Yeah. And so, uh, they do a bunch of those things. He showed me a whole box full of black ones. I was like, huh. oh yeah. And that's what I was gonna have Chris do was my, I was gonna have him do the other stuff in black. And I was gonna have him do this in black and he did it in gold. I'm like, I'm okay with that. I think it looks good. But he did not only did he do my slides here that I was showing to Ian. He also did my brake brackets. So the entire brackets have been cleaned and sandblasted and, and plated. Fucking and I was like, hey, fucking hey, yeah. bud, you're getting somewhere. I know. I was so excited. He's like, yeah, I'll get with Rich and I'll get you um, a price on everything. I was like, cool. Just get her done and ship her back to me. And he uh, hit me up on, I think it was Wednesday. I was like, hey, I got your stuff ready to ship. I was like, cool. And he's like, oh, and uh, don't mind that invoice I sent you. I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, happy birthday. I'm like, huh. You know what That's I got on my awesome. birthday? What'd not shit. Oh, uh, well, you're not playing your cards not right, important, I guess. I, I guess. I get it. I'm just going to incomplete <laughs> It's probably because you wanted to race lines. I Buy asked, once, cry twice, for, ask, ask for, once, and never <laughs> ask again. I'm just saying. I'm oh, not trying to be a repeat customer. Done. I want oh. my one free item, and I will move along. <laughs> and I do consider a set of wheels one item. Yeah. <laughs> he sent you some bolts. A bolt, not some bolts, <laughs> a bolt and a sticker. I will give him credit for the large. I mean, it's still there. It's like a 12 inch sticker. It's nice. It rounds out the wall. I had to put it on the wall because I couldn't put it on the rig because I don't own race lines. Well, I mean, you could have donated it to me. I own race lines. 
Why don't you own race lines? Because someone didn't send them to me for my birthday. <laughs> and I'm upset now. <laughs> Maybe next year. How about for Christmas? I'm, I'll be a good Christmas present. See if we can get you set for Christmas. We'll have to talk to the right people. <sighs> I'll probably have to go there. That's the caveat. Uh, yeah, that you didn't gotta, hurt. You have to go there. That probably didn't hurt, yeah. Promise, I'd go <laughs> i go so broke, I wouldn't even be able to come home. It's bad. I Like, know. you walk in that place, you're like kid in a candy store. You know what I mean? Like, you see, like, girls get to go to these all these shops around here that have all the things that they like, the clothes, the house, house goodies. I mean, I have the same thought when I go to the grocery store, like. Really? Yeah. Like, really? The grocery store. I'd you're like, like yeah, yeah, I like food. Sam's Club on sample day. Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh. Dude, Costco's about to open. I know. We're going to go wear out oh. the samples. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't even know if I want to be in that store at first. Oh, it's going to be a mad. It's, it's going to be like Chick-fil-A. It's going to be stupid. nuts. And then uh, the other thing is, uh, um, oh, I was saying that the girls and everything, like you get to go. Like, like maybe when you go to like, the home improvement store, sometimes you get in there, you get a little giddy, find something you like. Yep. Can you imagine having an off-road shop? Yeah, no. It's that had all your horrible. things there? Yep. Oh, be great. That'd be bad. Somebody needs to open one of those closer to us. Much closer. Nope. No. I spend enough money on the internet right now. I don't need to go I in know, person. But and think about if you could go there. I already have this problem where I like compulsively buy things uh-huh. from off-road shops online. Mm-hmm. Like how much it could get worse, I'm sure. But oh, like yeah. how much worse? Badder. I don't know. <laughs> or just don't know. Worser. I need um, to go out there and make the make the trip out there and check it out. Oh yeah, it's worth it. If How you far go, is it? Like four hours, five four hours? hours? That's a drive. Just get in your truck. Go over there. Throw on your headset. Post on the trail riders page. You want to talk to somebody? I don't need a headset. Be I got there Bluetooth no time. In my truck. You'll be there in no time. I... The trip back was so easy. I was back home and like I got back home. I was like, oh, I should just keep on driving. Like, yeah. Still got people to beep, talk beep, to. We'll see you later. <laughs> um, I've only got to think the next trip is the trail riders run in October. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I don't know, I'd consider it a trip, I guess, but it's only an hour and a half away, out in 20 minutes, whatever. But it should be the last trip of the year, I believe. Um, I got some plans for the buggy. I know a shocker. I'm going to cut it up, but it happens. Well, it needs to be back on jack stands. Yeah. It's actually. Should not. It's on jack stands now just because I pull the front tires off because it's easier to work on shit without a 43 yeah. inch tire in the way. In the way. But um, make sure you take a picture of that. The no. Um, <laughs> you want to see it? You come over. Um, okay. I'll get a picture for you. The rear is going to get cut up a little bit, I believe. Are you going to change some stuff? Because you're wanting to go a little bit. You're wanting to have more room. Not necessarily go lower. You just want to have the up travel. I want to get some up the travel, travel built into it. Yeah. I couldn't see that. So did you put that plate on or did he? No, I put that plate on yeah. because that's where the rear winch goes. You thought that that was high enough. I just don't. It's not until you get things together that you can really cycle them. That's and see. why I hate building shit. Yeah. That's the part of the it's R&D. part of it. It's part of it. Yeah, yeah. I hate the R&D means really fucking dumb and really expensive. Yeah. R&E. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's my, I don't know. So, yeah, my basically my thought is if I cut that winch completely out, which cuts that entire quarter inch plate that's fully freaking welded in with an inch and three quarter tube that's fully welded in, <sighs> cut all that out, cut another couple tubes out. I can move the that winch plasma. up and back. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's going to look like shit. I'm not happy about it. But why? Because the cooler fits perfectly in there now. So if I why move can't that you just winch, move the winch straight up. 
Like it I was could, talking. but then it just wouldn't. I don't know. It you don't think like it's the wind float. just floating in the top of the wood because you'd have to put something across there. That's all right. I don't It'd know. look fine. I'm not happy with it. Yeah, you just take a little time and sit back. And and as far as getting those metal, the plates off there and stuff like that, I mean, that plasma. Oh, it'll get it out of there. That plasma will rip through that sucker ugh. faster than you can get through a bush lot. I was so happy that it was done and it looks good. No, it just doesn't fit. Right. I don't know. Just one of those deals. You just got to, you got to, you know. Well, I'm also, my other thought out. is to take the top link mounts, uh-huh. take them from top of the axle okay. to like. Down on it, down and on the front of the truss, if that makes sense. Like, kind of half split the difference to where they're yeah, half the room. on that top. I don't know. I'd have to look at Is it. Is it going to buy you enough room to do what you want to do? I don't know. Oh, well, I'm bit, not a damn yeah. design expert. Are you going to have it ready for the trail rider? Is that a goal? Uh, it should, yeah, it should be a goal. Okay. I mean, the thing is, I need to order some axles. Have you shadows. not ordered those yet? No, it's been two weeks. I got paid Friday. I don't care if you called. No. When are you calling? Probably Monday. Who are you calling? Brannick. Okay. Brandon Haynes. Chop chop. From Brannick. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's almighty dollar. How many it is the almighty million dollar. dollars can I spend this week? Tell them you have a podcast. <sighs> They're going to go, that's cute. Here's your bill. <laughs> that's all right. Um, I mean. I'm kind of holding off on buying them because I'm. I just need to see what happens with the steering. Okay. Because here's my thought on the day. If they don't take care of you on the steering, are you going to buy another axle from them? What? Huh? Huh? Oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to buy. I wouldn't buy. My 14 bolts come from somebody else anyway. <laughs> Sorry about you. Um, I've met my. It's coming from that. Rhodes Diffs. Is it? Yeah. Okay. He does some pretty good work. All right. So if I can't get the steering fixed with what I have, uh-huh. What do you do? You have to do something. Uh, yeah. What do you? Because how I how it steers now is unacceptable for sure. So if the steering orbital doesn't fix it, I'm going to be out of out of things to change. So clearly something else is wrong or whatever. Maybe it's my expectations are too high. Maybe no, it's that me. can't I be right. I don't know. No. So have you ever driven a forklift that bound? Have you ever driven an off-road rig that fucking sucks like that? I've driven mm-hmm. more forklifts with full hydro and like farm equipment with full hydro. Than I have off-road rigs. So, yep. there is something in the system that's not doing its thing. The only, uh, the last thing to change out is the RAM. Hmm. And that's expensive. So, but, but here's my the thing. RAM shouldn't be the issue. I wouldn't think it works. so. It does. Hmm. Um, so, if this orbital doesn't fix it, yeah, then I have to pay... To ship an orbital back. Ugh. Anyway, I guess. That's dumb. Yep. Um, and then I have to figure out something because if it has axle shafts and doesn't steer worth a shit, I'm not taking it wheeling. Because I'm not like just putting around donut out at mid America. It was fine. You yeah. know, it was you could get down on there's no fucking trees or anything. So, yeah. Right. I mean, okay. There is, you could, but yeah. the trails we were on, you could stay off of the tight turny stuff and stay out and just put some time on it. Did you Did you use your Morphlate to air it down? No. Did I think I didn't even air it down. Yeah. I didn't it. actually know what air what tire <laughs> pressure is in it right now. They're inflated. Yeah, that has got air. Yep. I bet there's not much, but. Yeah, enough. Yeah, I need to break the sidewalls in anyway, so. There you go. Less is more. Less is more. So, 
my thought is like I'm not going to buy axle shafts if I have to go to Plan B on this fucking steering hydraulic board. steering issue. Which is I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Like it should be like obviously. So you've changed everything in the system now, and even when you take out the one new thing that you have included, like the new still does it right. When you take out the braking, it still does it. Like that, that makes no sense. The fucked up part with the hydro boost, and this is what I had to explain. I felt like an asshole, but yeah. I'm done being nice about it. Mm-hmm. It sucked with the old Hydro Boost unit. Mm-hmm. It just sucks less with the new one. Figure that out. Mm. But there's something in that Hydro Boost that was restricting flow. Yeah. Because it sucks less, but it's not it's not fixed. It just sucks less. Hmm. So did I have multiple problems? Did That's I have weird. a shitty Hydro Boost and a shitty Orbital? What did you do? I have pissed off somebody wrong. And they are giving me all of the fucked up parts. This one says send back. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. So, my plan B is expensive, but it'll work. What's your plan B? Um, A gear pump. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. That's expensive. Well, the expensive part is, well, the pump's like 700 bucks. Yeah. And the expensive part of that is that's not the, I don't know how much the bracket is to mount the pump. Oh. But it ain't cheap. Yep. So you got to figure that out, but because I've talked to people, I drew, I operated a vehicle that has the trim. Um, what's his name? Scott Tremarco. Okay, this well-known guy. You sure on that name? World. Tremarco sounds like a tough name. It is. It's odd. It makes me want to say it different than it actually is, and I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Uh huh. Um, and I've talked to him. Yeah, Tremarco. How would you say that? I don't know. Tremarco. Um, yep. Tremarco. Yeah. <laughs> Was so anyway. So anyway. He there's a lot of guys who are racing that run his pump. Yeah. And hydro. And they boost. like it. The common theme is that they are running a stock hydro boost, as in not how um ported and flowed yeah. because the flow from the gear pump is so high. Mm-hmm. You can push it to the hydro boost. You can push it to the orbital and have good steering and good brakes. Oh, nice. So with Berkey's setup, because you're running his orbital currently and his high flow, you're running the pump that they recommend. Yep. The only thing in the system that is not what they recommend is, or that they don't sell is the Ram. Yep. Like it's all their stuff. Yep. It should be working. Yeah. Yep. And in this, you've changed the pump. Yep. So you swap the pump, you swap the orb or the, the brake booster, and now you swap the, or getting ready to swap the orbital. Yep. And still no luck. Nope. That's weird. Yep. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm what so do you do? Far over it. So that's yeah. why I haven't bought axle shafts yet. Cause I can just like, <sighs> if I need to turn around and drop fucking a thousand bucks on steering, I sure then the fuck what? don't want to have to go whoops. I just spent 800 on axle shafts for it to sit here. I think this sounds like axle shafts. Ah, they're like seven or eight hundred bucks. That's pretty affordable. They're like no more expensive than a set of sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect chromoly shaft. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What do you do? What spline is the carrier on that? Thirty. Thirty spline. Standard fourteen bolt. Really? Yep. Standard thirty degree pitch splines. I would imagine so. So it's technically smaller spline count than. A Dana 60. I think so. 
but it's stronger in terms of extra pinion bearing. The pinion support. Yep, you don't get the deflection. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Yep. So like on a Dana 60, you're more worried about the pinion breaking than the shaft. Yes. And vice versa on the 14 bolt. The problem with the 14 bolt is you're going to twist the shafts. You're going to twist them. You're going to break them. You're going to twist them. And then if you twist them too much, they'll snap. Right. But I've seen guys that'll that'll twist them. And just that just that's what happens. Yep. They're going to pull them out to service it. And they're like, whoop. So I've seen I'd seen Makes people sense, take a paint pen paint a line down the axle uh-huh. shaft and then slide it in so when you slide it out you can see if it's got any twist to it mm-hmm. they twist the entire shaft not right at the splines the whole it takes it and like candy cane so I twists wonder, it mm, I wonder if the huh well then I mean then that's a stock shaft then you could go to a chromoly shaft right so. there's two ways to cut gear or cut splines into a shaft the one way the shaft diameter comes all the way down and the splines are the same diameter. The outer diameter of the splines is the same diameter as the shaft. Pretty sure the 14 bolt the neck down. The splines neck down? Uh-huh. The Pretty other sure the shaft and then it necks down and then they cut it into there. Right. So there's two ways for splines. There's splines that are the same diameter as the shaft. Mm-hmm. And then there's splines where the 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 what you would technically call the inner diameter of the spline. So like the the bottom of the V of mm-hmm. the spline, yep, that's the same outer. That's the same diameter as the outer diameter. Pretty sure shaft. the out, like the top, so like the like, splines are actually bigger than the shaft. When yeah. you look at it, like the shaft comes down, and then the splines actually bump up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the opposite of that. Right. For a yeah. Bolt. Right. I'm not very many shafts are like that, but yeah. like some of them are, and I guess that's the better way to do it because then the shaft itself doesn't have. Um, you're putting a weak point there basically yeah, yeah at the edge of the spline where the spline's cut that's where the shaft actually has like almost like a, a break point there you yeah. can break it now i've seen the whole shaft get twisted now i've Weird. also seen the little stub get broken off at the end yeah. but i've also seen the whole shaft twist too but break off the stub at the splines or break it off at the flange at the splines yeah at the splines yeah. yeah right there where you would think it would break it just kind of boggles my mind like if the 14 bolt is 30 degree pitch, 30 spline, then it's technically a smaller shaft than what's in my nine, than my factory nine inch, 31 spline, nine inch. Stock, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, you so can upgrade, upgrade to a, upgrade a 40, to a 40, 40 spline. 40 spline. Yeah. Yeah. That mean, that would be gnarly. Yeah. It's, big, I'm sure that's it's all the big, big guys do, right? You've got to run different spindles because the axle shaft is so large. You know what? I think I've heard that. Oh, yeah. You have heard it, whether you know it or not. Yeah. But yeah, you just upgrade. Where do you get spindles? Same think, place you get the shafts? Yeah. Huh. So what would you do in your case? You wouldn't have to do that, though. On the front. What? The front, you wouldn't have to. No. If you had custom shafts, or you had shafts made, there were 40 spline front shafts, you would not need to uh, no, run. You wouldn't need to change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Hmm. That's gnarly. Huh. But I, like I honestly think I would go to a Super Duty bearing setup. I would. Because yeah. packable grease bearings suck. Oh. Well, and just like I, although your setup looks really good with all the brand new everything, that looks awesome. But like, yeah, packable greasing or like greasing bearings, and then they get wet and all this. Or you just throw in a super duty bearing and just let her rip. When she dies, you just swap her new. Go one. to Napa and get a move. Way more expensive. There you go here, here. Just replace this. Yeah. Thank you. Free. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a thing. You then you have That's to redrill. I mean, you have to redrill the unit bearing, but yeah, it costs about a hundred bucks a pop. Well, so that's unless that you done. unless you decide to run eight on one seventy wheels. This is true. Then you only redrill your rear hubs. Yeah, or you run a Sterling eight on one seventy the whole way around, or you just get a desk job. Yeah, come home job. and I'm like, damn, look at my lawn. It's so nice. Boy, that'd be. Pretty easy, wouldn't it? Watch TV. What else do you do? Drink beer? I guess. I don't know Watch if you football. drink beer then. Oh, you get a fantasy football league. Yeah, I could do that in my house. I don't need a shop for that. No. It's just fantasy football league. That's all you need. Just sit there at the house, play on your little app. Seemingly, I want to go drive over shit and fuck shit up and spend all my money. I just want to go off-road all the times. Oh, I've had my off-road bug bitten been, been bitten by beaten, the bug not even beaten by the been bug beaten hard by the bug <laughs> it's just trying to get it finished as being the uh, worst part so far this year but speaking of going off-road and being bitten by the bug shall we introduce our guest yes okay so our guest this week is Derek lasini let's give him a call Hello, this is Derek. Derek, what's good, buddy? Uh, lots, actually, lots is good right now. How oh, are you? Welcome back to the Total Offer Podcast. Yeah, uh, it's been a minute. You, <laughs> you, you sound excited. Like before the trip, That's you kind of had this like, um, I'm forgetting something. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have a lot to do. And now you're just like, eh, what's up? How's it going? Yeah. Like, it's kind of uh, awesome. Yeah, I guess before the trip, I mean, I had my to-do list. Everything was checked off. But, uh, you know, there's always something they forget. Did you forget anything? And um, no, now it's everything went well. <laughs> so I'm very happy. And truck's been driving for six or so hours already on the highway and no issues. So I think, knock on wood, I'm home free. Um, but yeah, it was an awesome trip. I am in the middle of South Dakota. I can't remember. Kennemack? Kinna, it's like a one gas station town. <laughs> Perfect. That's so all you need. He's been on the road for a week and he's already like, that's a one gas station town. I love it. <laughs> yep. It's a new measure. Yep. It's like all the rigs getting How gas at one gas station. Oh, my like, God. That'd oh. Be terrible. Oh, that was one of the hardest things, I think, for them to coordinate. And I think that's one of the reasons why they go so long between fuel stops because they always try and coordinate the route so that it's in a multiple gas station town because you can you imagine trying to fill 26 rigs at one like this get this particular gas station i'm stuck that has two pumps oh so. boy my pump my pump's got dust coming out yeah what is <laughs> yeah. what are we doing i actually uh, stopped at one that had the the gas pump the diesel was still working but they had run out of gas so. wow that's gotta be terrible yeah. for business what do you do then though i don't you just put a sign out there says no, Sorry. I mean, like, if you need gas, oh, what do you it like? It literally had a sign that said no gas. <laughs> you, yeah. Well, no, thanks. No I'm gas. on E. No so gas for thanks. 126 miles. Okay, oh. I'll make it. Get to the next gas station. No gas. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> S-O-L. Yep. yep. So anyway, uh, so you went to Ultimate Adventure. I went to Ultimate Adventure 2020. Yes. And it was amazing. It was, was so it? cool. And it was different. Uh, we'll get into why, but it was a little different than I expected, but it really? was everything I expected. Yeah. Too. Was there a lot of stopping for like camera stuff? You know, I thought it was going to be bad. Um, I would say probably about 10% of the time we're waiting for camera stuff. Not, I, it, they, they, the camera crew did a really good job of like not impede, impeding progress too much. Um, but yeah. obviously they got to document everything. Cause that's what the sponsors right. want. You know, it's gotta be good well, footage. 
Otherwise, we're not going to get sponsors the next time. Well, or we're not going to be able to watch it, and then this all is, of us will be upset, yes. not just the fourteen yeah, exactly. of you there. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. How many? How many people were there? There were forty six or forty seven people and twenty six rigs. Oh, God, wow, twenty six rigs. That's it was so, it was geez. bananas. That's a lot. I mean, I um, saw the live feeds and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, it seems like a lot of rigs. It was a lot of rigs. Actually, I think it, I don't know if it was the most rigs on Ultimate Adventure yet, but it was definitely one of the top ones. Um, And then another milestone, I think, for this Ultimate Adventure is they, they said this is the dustiest Ultimate Adventure yet (laughs) by uh, by a significant margin. Oh, really? Yeah, it was bad. I mean, they hadn't had any rain. So they hadn't had any rain for like, I don't even know, weeks. So when we talked to you uh, last week on the Minnesota, on the on the midweek mini, um, you were packing. So then you yes. drove. How many hours did you drive to get to your first stop? Yeah. So last week, um, I was packing, and you can probably tell there's a different tone in my voice, as Ian pointed out, and you'll probably put that on the blooper reel because the audio yeah. quality was well, crap. But uh, but yeah. So now that the the trip is over and everything's working okay, I'm um, I'm in a much better mood. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, yeah. So so uh, the trip started in Kalispell, Montana. Um, so it was 24 or 26 hours from Chicago. I can't remember. I broke it up over three days. Um, I probably could have done it in two, but those would have been pretty long days. Yeah. Um, and then I picked Trevor, my co-driver up in, uh, Billings, Montana. So about nice. six to eight hours from where we were going to start the event. Um, and we, yeah, we, we got there a day early because if, if you're familiar with Montana, Kalispell is just outside of Glacier National Park. Oh, nice. Um, and they sent us an email because originally they wanted to go through Glacier National Park before the event. Um, but due to some closures due to COVID and some of the wildfires yeah. probably affected this as well. They said, no, we can't, we just don't have the time to do it now um, on the event. So we really recommend you get there a day early and, and spend some time in Glacier. That's um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, I actually had a buddy of mine in Glacier National Park this last week. You know, what's really, we know what's funny is that, uh, one of the previous ultimate adventure participants who I was friends with on Instagram, um, or Facebook, both, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, he was in Glacier National Park, like the day before we got there and we, he saw me driving and he was like, (laughs) he waved out Uh, the window and I was just like, Hey, cool. Cause he was like driving, not his ultimate adventure rig. So I didn't know what vehicle it was. And he was, I was like, Hey, cool. They noticed my truck. That's awesome. Yeah. And then he sent me a message and I was like, Holy (laughs) shit. Like, uh, you're 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 Dan. Um, so it was really cool. He was excited. Um, He's like, he's going to an adventure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knew I was one of the finalists. Um, but, I just hadn't told him where, obviously right, it was just yeah. like super coincidence. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and like, so then he, he also, after that was going to Yellowstone, which we also went through on oh, ultimate adventure. Man. How was that <laughs> this year? Yellowstone was gorgeous and uh, there was so much wildlife. I mean, I'd been to Yellowstone when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but it, I didn't, I don't think I appreciate it as much as I do now. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, to be fair, we do kind of go through the places fairly quickly. So we spent like three, four hours in Yellowstone total. Right. Um, like an hour or so at Old Faithful, which we watched her up, which was cool. Um, we looked at some of the geothermal pools as well around Old Faithful. And then we drove through, I can't remember the name of the road, but one of the main roads that drives straight through Yellowstone. So you get to see all the scenery and there's a huge, I think it's like Yellowstone, huge lake. Um, in Yellowstone that we drove through as well. Um, 
so so yeah i mean it was it was a really good time um but uh yeah i mean i can walk through day to day actually if you want me to um, um yeah i mean we're gonna we're gonna shoot for it so basically ian and i were kind of discussing this before we call like do we break this into two parts and then like restart from the beginning or how do we do it and i just told him like let's just call up Derek as Derek and just bs with him and hear about the you know how it was like how good was it you know what i mean it was yeah it was really yeah. good um so shoot, so tell i guess us like, let's just start at the beginning though because so so trevor i picked up trevor and billings and on the way out to billings i noticed there was a little bit of like oh, ear oil yeah. on the tailgate um so we i picked up transfer case output seals i figured i looked at them and they were pretty wet Mm-hmm. Uh, picked those up at the Napa, picked Trevor up at the airport and we drove to Great Falls, which was like two and a half, three hours from Billings. And then we fixed it in the hotel parking lot, roadkill style. Um, <laughs> Do you guys video uh, that too? We're gonna we got you, pictures. We're gonna we were both that. working on it and covered yeah. in gear oil, so we didn't really get too much video oh, of that. Okay. We're gonna, well, I was going to say, we're going to need to get the, the footage of that over to the editors so they can get that yeah. into the show. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been good. Yeah. Like if you had like a legit camera with you. So what I mean, just, just like have off. someone document go. it for you so oh, yeah. you and Trevor oh, can enjoy great. it. And then like, there's a little guy that just is everywhere next time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt and I, Matt or I would have signed up immediately for that job. You're going to have to ride in the bed though. You're like a tool care. at that point. That's perfect. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, actually they did, what was I going to say last year, one of the sponsors would offer power products and they had one, they basically had that. They had like yeah. a guy documenting for them. Um, and he actually was the, I think he was, I don't know what his actual title was, but like the director, or the producer this year for the, for four wheeler. Mm. Um, oh, nice. And so the, I mean, I've already, if you've watched any of the like daily updates they are a few days behind, um, but they're like one minute clips. Like they're awesome. They're really well edited. I think the footage is going to be insane where's, this year. Yeah. Where's that at? On Instagram? Or? Uh, that's on, well, right now it's on fourwheeler.com forward okay. slash ultimate dash adventure. They're not up on um, that street to Motor Trend yet? I th- No, I don't think these are on Motor Trend yet. That I think cool. those, they're just going to upload the full episodes well, on Motor well, Trend. So but wait. The, these are basically trailers. Yeah. Yeah. They can do they can do uh, 24 hours of Le Mans live, but we can't get daily updates about uh, Ultimate Adventure? Different well, production budget. This is crap. Different budget level. Yep. So you guys, yeah. you guys said you spent eight hundred dollars on on audio equipment. They probably have thirty or forty thousand dollars of video and audio equipment, and then oh. Lamont's probably has like three hundred thousand dollars of equipment and operators and all that huh. crap. So. I bet it's nuts. I'll bet you the. It might I bet be you the video. That, I bet you the video equipment that was there with you this week was well over the hundred thousand range. Maybe you I don't think know. So? They, you'd be surprised at how much stuff they do with just GoPros. Just well, I mean, it's not hard to rack up a bunch of money in GoPros. I wonder if they had nines. That's true too. I wonder mm-hmm. if they all had nines out there yet. It's, it's again. I was, I was gonna say, I wonder if they have the new GoPro nine that they were recording with. No, oh, Trevor's. Really? I don't know anything about GoPros, but yeah. Trevor was saying that most of them were Hero Sevens. No kidding. Yeah, because nice. they weren't upgrading to the eights. They're garbage. Yep. <laughs> I think that we he was talking to him about that, and he was like, "Yeah, we we don't have eights because they we bought one that was not good." Yep. Yeah, now and the then, nine came I don't out. Know, the nine must be pretty new. So the just nine using is apparently works. from the videos I was watching. The nine is the new benchmark. Uh, Casey Neistat gave it his seal of approval as being like the best action camera of all time hmm. so far, like to date. 
So, I mean, that's not well, a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Well, well yeah, it should be, right. Ready. But, you know, the Osmo, the uh, the DJI Osmo was real competitor in when the 8 came out. Like, there were, like, if you're, like, if you're looking for this, go with the DJI. If you're looking for this, go with the GoPro. And, like, there was sure. a real battle. And now, apparently, when the 9 came out, like, it's just not even close anymore. So, anyway. Enough about cameras. Back to the ultimate adventure. <laughs> yeah so ultimate adventure so that was before the event right so start timeline on so okay so so we get to kalispell they told us to go to glacier national park beforehand so trevor and i drove up going to the sun road which is like the main road that goes through glacier usually it's it's not an out and back but they have the end of it closed because of uh there's a native american tribe that lives there and they oh. obviously don't have a whole lot of health care so if they were exposed to COVID, that'd be really bad. Right. Um, and so that's why they have it closed. So we drove up to the summit. Um, we did a quick little hike and it was, it was gorgeous. Um, we saw some goats. We saw some, I think, bighorn sheep. Um, I think a moot, no elk that day. Um, so just very spectacular views. Um, and, and then we drove back down into town. We had dinner with some, some of the uh, people that were on Ultimate Adventure that we knew, um, and then we went to bed. So that's um, awesome. day one wrap. <laughs> pre, yeah, pre that day. wasn't even day one. That's yeah. not, we're, day Minus one is day two one. days from now or from this point. At, at, oh, really? At, at, in the story, yeah. So okay. the next day is check-in, right? Um, we didn't really know day. what time check-in started because they didn't really specify. So we get there at the hotel nice and early, like nine o'clock. And they're like, oh, yeah, check-ins at four, right? So we're like, oh, okay. Sweet, so we'll thanks. just screw around for the whole day. We asked, right. you know, some of the people that were there, like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we had camped that night. So there was um, a, one of the the trail guide that was going to be the trail guide for day one um, offered up his location for the tow rigs to, you know, if you towed your vehicle to the beginning, um you could put your tow rig there and he also offered up like some camping space so we did that we drove obviously we drove the truck um from chicago um but we did take him up on the camping space a to save money and b i think it was a good idea just so that we could figure out and make sure that the camping gear that i brought worked because right you know it's montana it had like 35 or 40 degree swings from the highest temperature during the day to the lowest temperature at night. So even though it was beautiful, like 70 degrees during the day, you do the math, it's damn close to freezing at night. Uh Um, so, but everything was okay. Um, we didn't need to buy anything at the Walmart or whatever in Kalispell. Um, and so then the next day was check in at the hotel and check in was like a blur, man. Um, you know, Ian Johnson was on the trip, Fred Williams, Dave Chappelle, you know, from oh, yeah. from Dirt Every Day. Um, and then obviously the magazine, uh, you know, writers and editors and photographers and everything, which fortunately for a lot of those, I had met them in Moab at uh, Full Size Invasion, or Easter Jeep Safari in 2019, which if you want details on that, check out episode three. <laughs> yes. Um, so that was just crazy and then like you know steven watson of offer design you know all the sponsors that were there that were there um meeting them and getting to know them and like putting the stickers on the truck it was just like a momentous occasion when we when we were like let's practice on the sponsor stickers getting those on the truck and then we'll put the ultimate adventure sticker on the window <laughs> last so we're like practiced uh-huh. <laughs> and that was the momentous occasion for me it was like oh my god it's real look there it is Awesome. I've been working for this for so long. For so long. And, <laughs> and there now negative. it's happened. How much fun was that to meet Ian Johnson and all those people? 
Yeah. So got to know like all of them over the course of the week and, right. and they're all super nice. Like, yeah. you know, there's always that worry that like you meet a celebrity or like your heroes and you're like, they're like, Oh, they're going to be a jerk. But no, I, Ian, I actually, Trevor and I got pretty close to Ian Johnson, which is really cool. Um, he's a super down to earth guy. He, lo- he loves, he lives, I should say four wheeling. I mean, yeah, you've seen a show that's him in real life. He can talk about it for hours and hours and hours. Um, and awesome. he knows what he's talking about. It's, it's not Done a facade. Yeah. Um, it's his lifestyle. Right. So, um, and then Fred and Dave, they're a little bit more reserved, I would say than they are on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also super nice, right? They know yeah. their stuff as well. They're fantastic drivers and rock crawlers. And, um, it was just, it was crazy. I mean, like getting, getting to know those guys more than just saying hi at like a trade show. Yeah. Um, oh, was yeah. really Big cool. <laughs> yeah. Whole different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you become friends with them. Not right. just like, like yeah, you're, Hey, you're a celebrity you, and I'm not right. Um, 88, like 850 people are trying to talk to you. Hi. Nice to meet you. And then you walk away. Exactly. Whereas now you're like one-on-one with a weird. So then like the other thing that you you don't, you don't forget that like some, they're celebrities, right? Yeah. Right. You're like, you you, you, get comfortable. It's not top of mind. Yeah. You get comfortable with them. And then you like, we pulled into town in Wyoming and Ian had to run to the park store or something like that. And like the guy was like, Oh my God, you're Ian Johnson. And like, he had his hair down. Like he wasn't just like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and, uh, he was like, you know, he was like, Hey, yeah, we're over at such and such hotel. If you want to come hang out or something like that. And he was wow. like, I'll be there after work. And right. so he brought Ian, like if anybody knows Ian Johnson, he loves bourbon and he brought him like a really good bourbon. I know nothing about bourbon. So, but yeah. I know that it was good. Um, cause he spoke highly of it. And so he, we gave him a bunch, you know, we did, I didn't, but the, the staff gave him the guy a bunch of swag and like he got to hang oh, out with awesome. Ian Johnson while we're like wrenching on rigs in the parking lot of this hotel. It was, it was really cool, man. Like it was just, it was such a crazy, like, I don't know. It was just really, you know, it was really great. You know what the best part about that is for Ian Johnson? Oh. Just another day. Yep. Like exactly. I, yeah, I invited the guy from the parts house to come hang out. No big deal. Yep. Yep. That guy will talk about that for the rest of forever. Yep. Dude, exactly. I met Ian Johnson at work and then I took him a bottle of bourbon and I got to hang out at the hotel with him and they gave me a bunch of swag. Mm-hmm. Like that dude is so pumped. Yep. Right. Did you give him and a TOP sticker? Like, he's not like a Hollywood celebrity, like per se. Like he's. Oh, come on. Okay. Well, okay. Sorry. He's no, not, no, no. Uh, not like you, literally dude. Hollywood, California. Oh. <laughs> not, not you. Uh, we had a, uh, incoming, a spam call. Incoming <laughs> spam call. <laughs> We're doing can stuff. Damn can't it. avoid that one. Nope. Sorry. Yep. No, yeah, yeah, he's not like yeah, a Hollywood, just, California celebrity where he, like right. every single person in the whole entire world knows him. And like, just the right but, like if you're, he made a comment like, if you recognize me with my hair down, like you're a true fan, right? right you know, yeah. um, I, so I was like, that I was know how you wouldn't cool. recognize you? Someone walk up, you're like, boy, that walk look awfully familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he starts talking, and you're like, oh, oh there's a Canadian accent. Boy, I've heard that. <laughs> Dean Johnson. Yeah. So anyway. So that is check-in day, right? That was check-in day. And then, you know, we had our driver's meeting that night and it was basically like, okay, or no, sorry. So then we, you know, all we're stickering up, they're going through the list of requirements, making sure you have roll cage, first aid kit, yada, yada, yada. Um, And then you sign in and it was a little different than normal. And normally they just have everybody, all the stuff out there and you come and pick it up because of COVID. We had to do it like groups at a time and stuff like that. And then, and then, yeah, it was basically like we hung out in the parking lot and we got some pizzas. 
um, nice. and drank some beer, and it was great. Was it good pizza? <laughs> it was good pizza. It took forever go. to get there, though. So yeah, well, Good pizza takes good time. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. That's right. So you go to bed. You wake up the next day. You guys, where's, where's your first, first stop? driver's meeting? Yes. Um, and that was like, you know, if you've ever watched ultimate adventure footage, you know, driver's meeting, they yell yep. it real loud. Mm-hmm. Everybody gathers around. We had to be like six foot socially distanced and masked up and everything. Um, oh, just be to, interesting to you see. know, be part of the event. Uh-huh. Um, it was for me, it wasn't a big right. deal, right? Yeah. Like we had to do COVID checks every day. Oh, wow. Um, get our temperature, like checked with the, right. you know, cordless Forehead. thermometer. Mm-hmm. Um, and answer like the questionnaires that you may, if you, if you go into work, you may have to answer these depending on the job. Right. But anyway, so um, it wasn't to me. It's not a big deal. The first couple of days it took a while, but it was worth it to go on the event. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just the life we live right now. It's not that big a deal. You just yeah. you deal with it and right. you roll on. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody really complained, which is really awesome. I mean, right. they they made sure like going into it, like, hey, this is going to happen, so just be aware. Yep. And if you really don't want to deal with it, then don't come. Right. So, yeah. but everybody was really cool about it. The, the only thing that happened was that like every once in a while, a mask would slide down, like, because you're running around spotting mm-hmm. and doing stuff and we'd just be like, Hey, don't forget your mask. You know, um, we didn't have to wear them in the vehicles, obviously, because they're with the person in the vehicle the whole time. Um, yeah. so that was good. If we right. had to wear them in the vehicles, that would have been tedious too. Oh, um, no thanks. I, I don't know. Yeah. I live by that whole, like, not to get bent off the Rona thing, but like, Hey, if you're six feet apart, they're not really like, you know, not really a necessity. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be within never, closer than six feet of proximity, I throw them on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, motor trend and discovery, oh, they, yeah. they're requiring it. So we did it and that's that was it. that. Right. Yep. So, um, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Um, it was just, you know, part of the game, one more thing to worry about, but yeah. it wasn't like, in my opinion, it wasn't a huge, huge, they uh, give you guys masks. Do you have cool, like ultimate adventure masks? We had, you know, so I thought they would, but they didn't. Um, they gave us the shirts as they usually did. But the sponsors, some of the sponsors gave us masks. So like Voodoo Ropes gave nice. us a mask. Warren gave us a mask. Skyjacker gave us a mask. I think did, that was it. Did Warren give you a winch? Warren helped me out with a winch. Yes. Nice. Yep. That was one of the, that was actually one of the biggest things. So wait, where'd your other winch go? Uh, it's in the garage right now. Ask, asking for a friend. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Asking, <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> Um, it may make its way under the rear bumper of my truck. I'm not sure yet. Nah. Ooh, that would be handy. Seems like it should make its there way on the front bumper. There were two opportunities on Ultimate Adventure that I was like, man, if I had a rear-facing winch, this would have helped a lot. But, yeah. Yep. Huh. Well, anyway. So. <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's day one. Okay. So, day one. Sorry, I'm checking my notes. So, day one, we went up to um, Wild Bill OHV Park, which is, it's interesting place because it's in, uh. A national forest. Yeah. Um, so it basically is just dirt roads, um, but they have these man-made obstacles that like go off to the side. So you could take any vehicle on this trail you wanted, even like a Honda Civic just about oh. and drive the whole trail if you wanted. You wouldn't be able to do any obstacles, but it's kind of like, okay, look, there's an obstacle on the right. Let's hit it, you know, and then you get back on the thing and then a hundred yards up ahead, there's another obstacle huh. and then there's like a play area. So it's kind of like the quarry. Yeah, that that the player is kind of like a small quarry, oh. um, and then the obstacles off the side of the road. You know, it, I, yeah, it's not really like that's anything I've cool. seen before. But right, it was, but that's kind of like pretty good. That's kind of how the quarry is at the Badlands. Like you go into the quarry at the Badlands, you can drive all of that, you know, yeah, in true. the park with a stock Honda Civic. 
like in yeah. the in the in the core area. And then like you have all these like little things. Like when you said there was one off the side and you could try it, the first thing that came to mind was right across from the hay barn. Yeah, you know, that V notch like right there. Thing. Yeah, like yep. that's the first thing I thought of. Like, oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Like you just drive along. Like, oh, there's one. Do that one. That's basically what it was. Except it was man-made, so it was like typically dug out, and then they put like old trees down to like drive over, and sometimes concrete blocks or like challenging construction truck tires. Um, I would say it was a really good like warm up day. There mm-hmm. were some challenging obstacles in like the play area, and then um, there were some other. There was like these two huge like you know, bulldo- not bulldozer, front end loader tires right. that you can like drive over. Like I, I didn't get a chance to try that one because um, one of the vehicles is like their front drive shaft separated like right after or right going over that. Yeah. And so we couldn't, we couldn't hold up the group. We had to go around. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, I don't, that day was a good warm up day. I would say it like kind of broke everybody in. There was some breakage and I can't remember exactly what it was, but well, one of the rigs, the front drive shaft separated is the only one I remember, but mine. So we had gone to on check-in day. So I'm going back. Sorry. Uh, we had gone up to this place up close to Canada. Um, and it was this like off the grid, like, you know, mercantile place that supposedly had really good huckleberry bear claws. So we did that. They were awesome. (laughs) They probably the best bear claw I've ever had. Um, but the whole way there was washboard roads. It was bad. Oh. So like we get halfway up there and I'm like, we need to air down. This is crazy. Like, like things are vibrating and like falling off of things. And so, um, we are down that helped a little bit. Um, but all that vibration, I think like messed up the power wire for my air locker solenoid. So like I, we get to this first trail and I'm like, oh, I should check the locker. And I click the button and nothing happens. I'm like, dang it. What happened? <laughs> you know, cause I checked it before I left uh-huh. and it was working. Um, but took like five, 10 minutes after we had stopped. And I basically was able to figure out uh, that the wire just like worked itself loose. So we just recrimped it and oh. on our way, it worked the rest of the trip. So, oh, um, so yeah, that was, but that was a good warm up day. You know, it shook out a lot of issues that some people had. Um, we also were introduced to the dust that mm, day. Because um, if you can imagine 26 rigs driving on dirt roads, when there hasn't been any rain for two plus weeks it is a very dusty situation. <laughs> I, bet that's, I bet that's intense. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, the U- payway used to do this. I think on every ultimate adventure was there was a windows down rule during the trip. So uh-huh. even if you had a full cab, you had to have your windows down at least to kind of equalize with the people that, you know, have like two yeah, chances. Uh huh. No. So I disagree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I brought my windows and I have, like if that's I know, the case, that's what I'm saying. Like I did not know that this was going to be a thing. Otherwise, I, would, I may have been more convinced to make half doors for the trip. I would but have, it's okay. I would have told him he's like, no, you have to have the windows down so that you can be like the two buggies. Well, no problem. But they're gonna need to hold a piece of glass when they're trying to get through a tree. Yep. Like <laughs> <laughs> you yep. get into a tight spot, I'm gonna need you to hold that piece of glass right there. Yeah. Like there is a trade off um, here. So, so anyway. but it's okay. I mean, it wasn't super yeah. bad. Um, there were parts where we had to like pull our masks up. Actually, it was a good thing we had masks because it helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Where we had to pull our masks up because there were like z- like a tailwind or a headwind. Actually, oh, I think yeah. tailwinds were worse. Yeah, yeah, because um, you're just cruising along. But when just, it was you're blo- eating your you know, own dust. If it, yeah, if it wasn't blowing, it wasn't too bad. Um, so, so we we made do. It wasn't the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. but it was it's dusty in here right now. It's like every time I like I smack the seat and like a poof of dust <laughs> comes out, and I had to change the cabin air filters even because like on the when it got warm, we'd like run the fan at least to get some airflow, yeah. and that would suck in a whole bunch of dust too. 
yeah, that's just part of the game, I guess. Yeah, and they told us that going into it. Um, so I brought like a spare engine air filter. Um, and I don't think it wasn't actually that bad. I checked it midway through the trip and like shook out some of the dust. And I think because I just have the factory one, it pulls air and from the fender, it wasn't getting a whole lot of dust. So that was good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, first day done. No major breakage. Um, yeah, we went back to the hotel. Um, and, you know, pretty much every night we like hung out for a little bit if there was time. Um, and if it was in a hotel, we just like hung out in the parking lot. Um, and then the other days we were camping. So that was the, that night was the last night that we were in a hotel for three days. So the next, so they told us, you know, go to the grocery store, get all the food you need for three days, um, bring the water, whatever. Um, so I've got the fridge that actually you guys went in on for my wedding gift. You're um, and it worked great the whole week. So we pretty much saved your life is what you're saying. Pretty much. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. I owe a debt of gratitude <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> As you should be. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so, yeah, so that, okay, so that wraps up day one. And then day yep. two was a driving day. So the next day was also still in Montana. Um, but it was a road day in the morning. Okay. Um, and actually, so we rode, we drove around the lake that's in Kalispell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposedly very beautiful, but I mentioned the wildfires earlier. And oh, yeah. uh, so because of the wildfires, there was smoke everywhere. It was like foggy. It was like, I mean, imagine it being foggy all the time, except smoke instead. Yep. We had a couple days here like that while you were gone. I don't think it was like, quite as bad. No, no, nowhere near as bad. But like you look <laughs> in the sky and you're like, why does the sky look like that? Yeah. So actually going back again, when yeah. we were there the day before the event started, it was like really not too bad. Like we went to Glacier, the views were great. Not a big deal. Check-in day, even the first half of it was great. And then in the afternoon, the smoke started to roll in and I was like, like I could feel it in my chest. I was like, oh really? God, this is like serious could amount you of smoke. Smell it? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It smelled every time you walked outside, it was like, Bam! Not, oh, wow. not like campfire smoke either. It was like burning leaves smoke. Uh, yep. So not the good kind, you know. Um, and it really like some people uh, on the trip were allergic to, so they were wearing wearing masks all the time. Wow. To try and help a little bit. So anyway, we drive around this lake. I mean, it's a beautiful lake. I'm sure you can't see the other side because of the smoke, and that's part of the view, right? right. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. A like few miles across, so you can actually see the other side and the reflections, and but. The drive was gorgeous. I mean, even with the smoke, lake was, it was that? gorgeous. Lake Kalispell, maybe. Oh, really? uh, it's if you search Kalispell, Montana, it's the big lake. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I don't I'm know if you. it's actually I think it Lake Kalispell. Up, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then, Flathead we Lake. We drove. Sorry. Flathead Lake. That's it. Yep. Flathead Lake. Flathead Lake. Thanks, Google. Um, so we drove all the way around that. Uh-huh. Um, and I think we went southeast from there. I don't remember exactly the direction we went because the roads are very curvy. Yeah. Um, but we ended up going towards the Carruthers Lake Trail. Um, however, during that trip, one of the cronies' vehicles caught on fire. What? Um, nice. And so they they got it put out, but they had to basically rewire it. Unfortunately, it was a pretty simple. Uh, I think it was like a you know a 350 that had like a Holly Sniper no. EFI system on uh-huh. it. So. Um, they had to rewire that to make it work, and then we're not he didn't actually have any guy. issues the rest of the trip. I don't believe. We're not inviting that guy back. No. <laughs> well, he's a crony, so um, nope. I'm not sure how the selection process for cronies works, but no, uh, don't let your shit burn down. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so so they got so the way that UA works is that the cronies are actually there 
so that if one of the readers or the sponsors breaks down, the cronies can stay with that person and they have the the the, the map, right? They know oh, where okay, the next yeah. location is and uh-huh. they can coordinate with Trent McGee, who's the one that plans everything, where to go next, right? So they spent like three or four hours rewiring this truck to get it running, maybe even longer. So they missed the whole drive around the lake. And I think... Oh, they got to the next stop. Oh, yeah. There was so after we drove around the lake, we stopped at um, this like really cool like transportation museum that had all this like collectible, like old transportation stuff that we, you know, we, we went in, we walked around, we looked around, and it was it was it was really cool. Not not that nothing really to do with wheeling, but they do this on a lot of yeah. ultimate adventures yeah, where yeah. they look at cool stuff along the way, like right? You're there, you may as well see the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the, not like the most popular touristy right like thing so it's it's really cool to like see this off off offbeat stuff right were you able to buy anything there mm, i bought a bumper sticker oh nice that's something yeah we love um, stickers yeah it's here. just a museum um i don't think you can buy oh anything. i got you okay makes sense yep um so they so well so we're going around like we went to this place they're fixing his truck um rewiring it and then we head out to brother's lake trail um and so they were able to meet us basically they went straight there they didn't go around the lake they didn't take they didn't take time at the museum they went straight to that trail um i think they were able to to get to that trail pretty quickly yeah um but yeah so we went up that trail i wouldn't say it was exceptionally difficult it was kind of like dirt rocks and woods um going but the it was we went from like 6,000 feet or like 5,000 feet of elevation to like 8,500. So it was like very steep the whole way up. Um, so, and that trail would have been really difficult had it been muddy because it was like oh. rock, dirt, smooth rock, dirt, smooth rock, dirt, smooth rock, dirt. <laughs> but like with, with it being dry, it was just like, we just walked up the rocks. But if right. they were all sloppy and shit, Slippery. it would have been bad. Ooh, that'd be rough. Um, but then we get to the top and there's this lake, it's nighttime. Um, and we set up camp there. We set up camp on the shore of the lake. You can't really see much, you know, because even with the headlights on, there's the smoke still lingering. So yeah, um, we wake up the next morning and it's this beautiful lake, even oh, with the smoke, awesome. very beautiful. Um, you know, we're on the shore of the lake and like we're camping right next to it. So it was really neat to like so, be able to do that. So when you parked there, there was no view, and you went to like you went to bed, mm-hmm. and you woke up the next morning and boom view. Yep, That's and I think that awesome. was the plan. Even without the smoke, it would have been like even more like wow right. holy yeah, crap right? that's awesome it so, was pretty it was pretty cool i wish we had that kind of stuff oh, you know out in the midwest that'd be nice yeah you do you go to sleep and you you know you go to sleep and there's a cornfield and you wake up the next morning and the combine is taking the cornfield out and you're like whoa <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah not that's quite the same thing but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> no, I, mean, I guess i mean like i wish there were trails where you could like oh yeah drive to a place and i guess you could do this without wheeling to them but like drive yeah. to a place go off-roading camp at the top and then come back down right um or something like that yeah that would really be awesome that. just to be able to yeah see and that's what mm-hmm. like with the guys up in michigan they have that where there's yeah. like oh i've set this destination and the only way you can get there is to have a vehicle that's capable enough to get there Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish that Illinois so, had some of that, but mostly it's, it's all been turned into farmland. So, yep, kind of a bummer. So, anyway, so day three we went back down the trail because it's out and back. Um, and uh, the trail wasn't any more; it was less difficult going down. Um, especially since it was daytime. Um, but then yeah, we we hit a bunch of dirt roads. Uh, we drove through this like really cool ghost town. 
that they got permission for us to be on because it was private property. Um, we like walked around for a little bit. Um, they did a really good job of like doing the sponsor videos when we had that downtime. So they were like, okay, such and such, you know, sponsor, come over here. We're going to do your sponsor video while everybody's exploring. So it was kind of like, you could tell yeah. that they planned that activity. Like, Hey, keep everybody that's not one of the sponsors is being interviewed busy. Uh, uh-huh. But also it was really cool. Um, that's all, yeah, that's this pretty cool. Not my favorite, this was not my favorite non-wheeling activity on the trip, but it was, it was still cool. That's awesome. Um, and then we drove along the, there's like this dirt road in that area that goes up this ridge of this, like basically small mountain. Um, but it's like a really smooth, like there's no trees or anything on this mountain. It's just like a plains, I would call it like a plains tall hill. Right. Um, and again, the views are probably spectacular without the smoke, but we were just basically driving on a hill. Seeing smoke out to the sides of us, but it was was still a bummer. It was still pretty neat. And then at the end of that, I'm like watching this track because Onyx is a, it's an app for like tracking this type of stuff. So mm-hmm. they gave us all rental iPads so that we could like see the, tra- not the track that we were going on, but you could see trails marked. And so yeah. you could see where we were headed in this particular like hour of the day. Uh-huh. Um, and you could see like the trail like curves around, does a curly cue and then crosses itself. And I'm like, huh, like we just went over the track that we're going to be on in a minute. Like what's going on? And I didn't <laughs> put two and two together and we get to the bottom of the hill and he's like, this is an old train bed. Guess what? Guess what that means? Or trains yeah. can't go up some hills. Guess what that means? And we're like tunnel. Duh. Um, so we got to drive through this duh. old, like abandoned train tunnel. That's cool. It was really cool. It's a, so, it was like a mile long. Oh, wow. So is that like something you could normally do as a person on that trail? Or is that like something that they got exclusively? No, I think you have to at least like talk to somebody to get permission. Cause it's also yeah. private property. Oh, okay. Um, but I That's bet awesome. if you ask the right person, you could probably get permission. Well, to yeah. use. You might have to like sign a waiver or something. Cause somebody. we did see like, you know, rusty nails sticking up out of the old railroad <laughs> ties. Um, but, uh, it was really neat. That's um, awesome. I got video. We, we both got video of that Trevor and I, um, but, uh, yeah, we were going so that normally he wanted to like continue the trail until it ended but again the wildfires were oh, cutting yeah. things off so we went back through the train tunnel which is uh-huh. fine because we got to do it both directions um it was really eerie though like you're just in this tunnel and it's like so long. like i've been in long tunnels like in the mountains like on a highway with other cars and they're yeah. usually lit this one was like i guess we're with other cars but like it was not lit there's like parts of it that had like 20 inches of water in it deep. Oh, wow. right? Awesome. So like it's up to the hubs. You can like see it and you shake your head out the thing. And uh-huh. it was just really like eerie is what I would, <laughs> I would describe it. So once you got into the middle of it, could you see light on either end or no? You, um, it angled. It like has like a yeah. slight um, curve. It angles up and then back down. So you oh, couldn't see okay. from the, from the ends, you couldn't see the other end. Uh-huh. Uh, when you got to the middle, I think you could see like the little tiny light at each end of the tunnel, right but it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was pretty crazy. That's awesome. Um, that sounds like and fun. Then, so then, yeah. So now we're getting even closer to this wildfire. There was supposed to be more wheeling to a campsite and then back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was actually where the wildfire was. So we had to call an audible and like, they used that Onyx app to like find another location for us to camp. So we what? found it. There wasn't any wheeling to get to it. It was just a dirt road, but right. uh, it was a nice campsite. What is an so, audible? What? Like an, you don't know what an audible? audible is? No. Like you change the play in. No, nope. you don't. 
Uh, Derek, I don't know what to tell you right now. <laughs> other than this is what I got. I was like, you never heard of like no. calling audible in football? Who ball? I don't watch football, and I very descriptively know what an sports, audible is. Sports go sports. Huh. I don't. I don't follow sports. Okay. Ball. Well, audible is to like gotcha. change, change on the fly. All right, sounds good. Okay, just hadn't heard that term. I was curious. Really? Yeah. Uh, blows my mind. Steve, um, you learned something you, today. You got educated. Thank God. You're welcome. Believe me, we recorded the minisode before this. We learned things. We learned lots oh, I of bet. things. Yeah. I bet Brian's so anyway. a really sharp guy. <laughs> If they catch it, they'll catch it. So back to chain calling an audible, okay. which is a yes. change on the fly. So Trent McGee is planning the whole thing. Um, he found another place for us to camp, um, which was cool. It was really like down by this little creek and everything. So if the creek wasn't like 20 degrees or whatever it was, freezing cold, oh. he could have like showered. But I didn't have Ooh. the... Uh, Ooh, you don't like cold showers? Cold, cold, I not that showers. cold. I don't like to... Yeah, not that cold. <laughs> That's the thing right um, now. You should, you're supposed to do that. I did like dip my hand and like clean off my hair a little bit because of all the dust. But and that was like, about it. You were like, oh god. <laughs> exactly. Um, pull out, and so, pull out yeah. a square ice cube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it was also nighttime by the time we got there and started to get cold, and that I think that was the coldest night. I think it dropped down into the 20s. Wow. That Ooh. night. So That's, and you were tent so, yeah. camping. Yes, and tent Ooh. camping. Um, Ooh. So I had gotten uh, a 15 degree sleep, sleeping bag and I borrowed another one from a friend so that Trevor would have it too. Um, and that worked. That was pretty good. Um, we wore like some clothes underneath the sleeping bag and neither yeah. of us were cold. That's good. It does suck when you have to get up and pee in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't do that. You just you just hold it in. Yep. You try just, to. Um, just go, man. Just the night go. Before, it, uh, sometimes there's no holding that in. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> Wake up at three o'clock in the morning like, no. Mm-mm. No, I'm just going to yep. pee in it and buy another one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so there were some issues that day. Like one of the rigs fuel pumps kept uh, vapor locking and they couldn't figure out why they like changed it to a new fuel pump and oh, that's weird. put some heat shielding on the lines. But this guy had driven it to Alaska the year before and with no issues. So it was really strange. Huh. Um, the fuel pump. Couldn't was figure out why it, it, was, it plagued that vehicle from the majority of the trip, I think. Like a engine, um, like an engine mounted fuel pump or like in the tank? No, it was a frame rail mounted oh, one, I believe. Rail. Wow, that's wild. So, but yeah, the the everybody kind of agreed that in tank fuel pumps are probably the most reliable when it comes to that because you've got all the oh, fuel yeah. in there to help cool it down, you right? Know? So I was, I was happy to have. So my fuel pump started making some really crazy noises, and it's done this before when we go off roading. Uh-huh. Um, it just gets well, not crazy noise. It just gets loud. It's like uh-huh. you know. Um, and so I bought one when we were at Napa just to have in case it did shit the bed. Just in case. Um, well, that would have been a fun repair. Huh? That would have been a fun repair. Well, easier on my truck than a factory truck because I've got oh, that yeah. rear mounted tank. Uh-huh. Easier um, to drop so I just dropped the, uh, dropped the skid plate and then dropped the tank. It would have just been annoying <sighs> if it was yeah. full of fuel. Oh, yeah. It always is. Yep. Never um, fails when it's empty. But yeah, no, I still got that brand new fuel t- fuel pump in here, so I'll sh- see if I can return it when there I get go. back in Chicago. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so then uh, you know we camped there. Um, so then the next day we did some gravel road driving, still in the area, um, down to Ennis, Montana, or Enos, mm-hmm. um, and I don't the name. Uh, 
the name of the trail that we went to is McKelvey Lake Trail. Um, so this is another very similar rocky dirt wooded trail uh-huh. that brought us to a lake at the top. Um, this particular one, we dropped our camp stuff. We set up camp at the bottom of the trail and then we drove up the trail to the lake. I don't think you camp up there or at least not with 26 rigs. Um, yeah, it was pretty tight up there, but, um, but yeah, the trail was pretty easy at the beginning. Um, but then towards the end, it started to get steeper and there was a couple like really huge boulders, with some dugout like dirt and mud around it um, that, you know, you had to like slam a rock slider against this rock and rotate the truck around and then do the same thing the other direction on the other side. And um, that was really cool. That was like my, that part was my favorite trail that we had done to that point. Um, and the view was even more incredible than the first lake. So the, the smoke had started to clear a little bit at that point. And this lake was small enough that you could see the mountains on the other side of it, despite the smoke. So it was like, right. Oh, finally, like we're starting to see the beautiful views of Montana. Can see things. And you're heading yep. west. You're heading east at this point. We're heading as you're progressing. east. Okay. No, mostly to south. I yeah. would say. Yep. So we, we got real close to Idaho at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, some people will fish at the top. I'm not a fisher, so I didn't even get a license, nor That'd did I bring cool. a pole. But some people like preemptively got licenses and and brought their fishing poles with them. And and I don't know if anybody caught anything, but mm. they they had fun trying. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, we had we're lunch here up to wheel, there, and it, was, it was really nice. Right? <laughs> we're here to wheel, not fish. Right? Yeah. I mean, they didn't uh, do it for very long, but yeah. yeah. Um, That's awesome. And then there was another lake just so that lake was beautiful and huge, and there's another lake like just up the just up the trail a little bit further that uh, we did like do a little loop around. Um, and that lake was not really anything great to look at compared to the other one, but we did see a moose. That was cool. Oh, nice. Those are always good. Yeah. I love we seeing wildlife. I can never remember. Were you with us when we saw the moose there uh, in Rocky mountain in the, no, I was uh, not. See, I don't think we did see moose in Rocky mountain, but I don't think I was with you guys. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a moose in person. I have, I got pictures of him. Cool. He's They're cool. Bro- They're oh, huge. Yeah. It's a big horse. Mm, yeah, it's a big. <laughs> it's a big reindeer, basically. It's a big it's a reindeer, overgrown reindeer. It's a very, very yeah. big deer. I think but, they're like close to some of them. Like the males, the big males are close to two thousand pounds. They're big. They will. They're also pretty mean. They yeah, will I've heard fuck your like, shit up. Yeah, I've heard they're super aggressive. Oh, they look cute, but don't go up and try to pet one. That's not going to work out well, in your favor. The, so the males are pretty aggressive in the rut, like when they're trying to mm-hmm. mate. And then the females are real. Those the females are really what you should be concerned about is when they have babies with them because they are super protective. Look, look I ain't, I'm not messing with any of them. No, I wouldn't. I, I mean, they've, they've been known to like there flip are, small cars over. <laughs> there are no, there are no pair of shoes on this planet that can make me outrun a moose. I don't Mm-mm. think it's the shoes, though. I mean, <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I don't think it's the shoe choice. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you'd straight run out your shoes, and you still wouldn't get away. You've heard that before, right? Two guys are in the woods, and they see a bear, and the guy, one guy starts lacing up his shoes, and the other guy says, what are you going to do, outrun him? He goes, I'm going to outrun you. Yeah. You're just going <laughs> to outrun the guy with you. Yep. Well, yep. so if anybody wants to know, if you do get start getting chased by a moose, you need to like run between narrow trees and do like a serpentine pattern because they can't change directions very quickly because oh. they're so huge huh. and they can't fit between trees it's because like trying to dodge a train. huge rack, right? Who, who, th- I mean, okay, <laughs> side tangent. I have never been in contact with a moose, but like if I was about to get charged or this moose like straight charges me. Am I going to have the mindset of like, I need to find 
two trees that like <laughs> I can run. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna run like a girl. Like I'm gone. If you just, <laughs> but I ain't gonna think about that while I'm like out running this moose. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you just start yep. running like a twenty in like a twenty foot circle. Like, does the moose just stand there and oh, watch yeah. you? Like, okay, well, all right, I'm, I'm over This that. guy's an idiot. I don't even want anything to do with him. Probably. Look, Love look, I'm, I'm more of a straight line guy. I don't yeah, need this circle stuff. I don't really stuff. do this roundy or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, back to so the story. So, fortunately, we were all in trucks. <laughs> we were all in big trucks, and I'm sure he was like, nah, I'm not dealing with that crap today. So, yep. he walked, no, he he like, walked straight through the middle of this lake. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if he was swimming at some point, but it was it was fun to watch. That's awesome. That's super um, cool. That, that right there in itself is like, yeah, this is why I came to do this. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And so, then so we took we took that same trail back down to where we were set up camp at, and that was like one of the, I think that was the earliest night that we were able to set up camp. Um, and so we got to like hang out around the fire and 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 stuff like that. Drink some more beer. So you had to pee when it's cold. Yep. That one was probably <laughs> the warmest campsite too. So I think it only got down to like the mid forties that night. So that was nice. What kind of beer did you take? It wasn't good. I brought, I brought like the darkest beer ever. And that was really stupid. Cause like the first night hammered, it was like check-in night. No, it wasn't really hammered, but I woke up with like a hangover the next day. Oh. So the next day I was like, I'm going to buy some Coors Light and <laughs> drink that. And Terrible. so, um, did that. And then, you Johnson actually gave me some, uh, he called, it was called Irish death, which mm. it sounds worse than it is. It's like a dark ale, but yep. it's not like a stout. Um, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit easier drinking. Um, but like had some like scotch flavor to it, but when, it wasn't a scotch ale. It was like a dark ale. When Ian Johnson um, hands you a beer, you're like, <laughs> you take it. Yep. Life made. You yep. take it. Wait, we'll just check that off the bucket list. Yep. Uh, he actually, he was like, keep drinking them, man. I got tons of them. I'm like, I got right. tons of them. All right, bro. I'm like, all right. I'll, I'll drink your beer. So they like walking around. <laughs> he's got an arm load. Just like, no, nah, I'm just going to take these. I'm going to take these back from my friends. You know, it's not good. Don't mind me. You're, you're hammered on Ian Johnson's beer. <laughs> you're making an ass out of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that guy's fault. He it gave me all these beers. He told me how I could do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fortunately, I had the wherewithal to be like, all right, like two or three beers is enough. See, I don't like uh, a slight side change in about being having the wherewithal to stop. Um, We went down with it was all friends and stuff like that. But there was also a bunch of people like in this um, in this group of people that were like sponsors and things like that. And we went down to a bar in Texas. We were down there for uh, for polishing. And uh, mm. it was a big show and everything else. And like, there were people there, like four by four Barbie was there, the Cummins Cowgirl. I mean, like, they're not big names, but they're big enough. And uh, we're all hanging out. And I just had kind of a long day. I'm like, I'm done. I walked up there. Like, I was the first one into the bar, went over, just grabbed a beer right out of the gate. And then we ordered food and everything. By the end of the night, I'd had like five or six pretty strong beers. And I was feeling great. I was walking around like, life's good. And they're like, all right, let's go. I'm like, boy, I'm hammered. I ain't, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yep. my, bu- my buddy evan's like hey, it's, it's good come on i got you like took care of you know made sure i got back home but i was like wow I'm, I'm hammered that's he's, good yeah he's like that's good i like to see how people act when they get hammered that's how you know when you know that's how you know them yep like, eh, yeah. yeah we we got some good stories at a bunch of people um around the fire so that was cool oh that's awesome um, loosen up that'd be bit. another podcast probably yeah <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, that's see, that's the good. Yeah. That's the good part. Like that's what you yep. go on this adventure for. Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing was I, I probably can't even drink enough anymore to like 
make an ass out of myself. But I knew if I drank oh, too much can. that I would just have an awful day the next day, oh. like wheeling and going on these bumpy roads and stuff like that. So I was like, let's keep it to where we're, we're not going to be hammered. Or we've all made that day. mistake. Oh, yeah. Uh, fortunately, now I'm older, but I've yeah. definitely made that mistake enough when I was younger. Right. So to learn, <laughs> I learned. It was good. Um, yeah. So then uh, the next day, we woke up, we packed up camp. Um, this was basically a road day. Um, we did hit some dirt. We went up to this like abandoned gold, by, gold mine, um, which, again, would have had beautiful views going up had there been no, no smoke. Um, yeah. and then we get up to the top and, you know, again, it was kind of a photo opportunity sponsor video opportunity, but it was really cool to like, see this old gold mine that's like actually falling over. Um, but like the, the rock crusher is still standing and you're like, Oh, it's like a freaking, it's basically just like a thing that lifts up a weight and then drops it. Right. Um, but wow. it's got this cam and this, you can tell it's run by like a steam engine. Cause it's got this huge, huge wide flywheel for like a leather belt. Um, so it was pretty neat. Um, and awesome. then we drove down the mountain again, um, and then we headed to Yellowstone. And so that the rest of the day was basically on pavement. Um, so we drove through Yellowstone. But cool pavement. We we went through. <laughs> sorry, I said, but cool pavement, very scenic. It was it was really scenic pavement. Yeah. So we we get to the town on the west side of Yellowstone. We get gas and everything, and then we drive into Yellowstone and we go to Old Faithful, and we we're there like 20 minutes right before it erupts, which is really cool. Um, so we got to see Old Faithful erupt, as I said before. Um, Trevor and I were like, let's go check out the geothermal pools, which are like a half mile loop behind it. Cause they're like, all right, back to the trucks in like 15 or 20 minutes. So we're like, we just hoofed it really quick. And we we're like, all right, cool. Geothermal pool. And we're like, he's got the GoPro and we're like walking by these pools. Like this is really cool. Like there's all these small little geysers surrounding it. And so you can see these like little four foot geysers erupt and stuff. Right. So that was neat too. That sounds awesome. Um, I think he and I were the only ones that did that. So I'm glad that we <laughs> snuck yeah. off and, and we honestly we were in the parking lot for like 10 minutes extra waiting to get out um, because of so much traffic. Right. Um, yeah. So, the was like drove, 26 rig convoy. Well, yeah. And, and also like, the other people, people right? Yeah, Cause well, like, everybody goes so faithful. It's not like we had yep. the damn thing to ourselves. Right? right. So it was like all these people and they're like confused by these off-road rigs. Like, what? you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, all these RC cars. These are weird looking RVs. Yeah. <laughs> um, they sure so, are recreational. So they are. It's right. Um, so then we drove through the rest of Yellowstone. Obviously, spectacular views. I highly recommend going to Yellowstone. Emily and I will probably go back there and spend like a week there at some point in the near future just because it was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot that we did miss on Ultimate Adventure. We drove through it. We saw Old Faithful. That's about it, though. Right. Um, we didn't do any hiking trails, which, you know, that's a good way to like really see a national park because um, you can't off-road in a national park. Um, so then we get to Cody, Wyoming, which is like on the east side of Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. um, and Yellowstone's not small. It was like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive through it and then another hour and a half or so to Cody. Checked in the hotel. Um, some, the road days were probably more carnage than the off-road days, I think, just on average. So... One of the vans, one of the Quigley vans, they had a transfer case selector fork fail coming down the mountain. Um, so they just it had neutral only, which <laughs> is probably better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, there were oh, wow. some people with power steering issues, um, trans transmission overheating issues. So there was that was probably the worst day because there was a really tall 
I'm going to say it was like 4,500 foot altitude climb over the course of like a few miles. Like it was probably the steepest grade I've ever driven continuously. Like I think it's steeper than like I-70 in the Rocky Mountains. Um, Just not quite as long. It's not 13 miles long. It was like five or six. Still pretty, pretty long. Yeah, it was long enough that, so I did all kinds of cooling upgrades to my truck. Um, so the engine was never at risk of overheating, but my trans cooler was not big enough. I could just see the trans temp climbing. So I kept having to like downshift to keep the engine RPMs high to keep the load off the transmission a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like five or six rigs had to stop like midway up and, and cool down. And, and, um, you know, Ian's, Ian Johnson's rig, uh, it like overheated so bad that it like burnt up the fluid and he had oh, to wow. actually get towed up to the top. And I think wow. he had to, I think that night was. No, there was another one night. I don't remember if it was the night after day five or day six, but he ended up pulling the transmission, flushing it and rebuilding some stuff. Cause it was like oh, Uber asked. Pulled the um, transmission on the, like on the event. Not, this was not in a hotel parking lot. He yeah. knew somebody in the area and they had like, uh, of course they, he did. they brought it to the guy's shop. Or, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. He knows everybody probably. Hey, we're going to be by your shop in a couple of days. Can we pull a transmission? Oh, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure what he did, but he wheeled the final day with no issues with the trans. So that was good. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah. So then, sorry, I lost my notes again. There you go. Um, Losing your notes. I just, it was so, yeah, I have notes because so much stuff happened every day that it was hard to keep track. Like right. I can, I can kind of picture right. it if I walk through it in my mind, but like, it was kind of like, you know, before Emily and I got married, everyone's like, just take a minute stop uh-huh. you know you know you're gonna be overwhelmed by all the people that are like around you part you're celebrating and partying and and it's if you just take a minute for yourself you remember it better this is kind yeah. of the same thing where it's like there was so much lot. happening i had to like kind of ground myself each day and be like oh my god we're on ultimate adventure like we're not just off-roading like we're on ultimate adventure with like Ian Johnson and Fred Williams and, and Dirthead Dave and, yep. and, you know, the people from the magazine. And, and it was just, so that's why I have notes. Cause I, I wanted to remember, you know, some of the details in the future and I'll probably write up, I just typed this up in my phone, but I'll probably write up like an actual trip report or something just so I can always look back on That'd it. Be cool. That'd be cool. So. I think you could pair that with some video and some photos. Mm-hmm. And I think that oh, shit yeah. would be cool five years down the road to oh, look yeah. back and go. Damn. I mean, that's something that you can like show your kids, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. This is what I did. So. Your kids like, what the hell's that? Yeah, right. Wait, what gas? It wasn't What's gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not to that extent, but close. Never know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, like dad. So, yeah, so dad, we, that doesn't even look to... like your truck. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my truck. <laughs> <laughs> this is my truck. Yeah. It doesn't look like the way it looks like when you gave it to me. Now it looks like a raisin, Dad. That's <laughs> <laughs> all too. Um, yeah. So the day six was another road day. Um, we basically had to drive all the way across Wyoming um, to get to basically Black Hills, South Dakota. Um, but we didn't take the interstate. You know, we we detoured through some of like the Badland, not the Badlands National Park, but the Badlands of Wyoming. Uh-huh. And uh, Vern Simons is a uh, he's actually got a background in like archaeology type stuff. Um, and then he got into four wheel and kind of as a result of that. So if any of you guys are familiar with, uh, dyno, the it's like a 67 to 72 suburban in like rust patina color. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's some build 
build articles of it in Peterson's few years back. Um, so that was actually one of the vehicles that they helped. They like rented out to like archaeologists or paleontologists um, to like go out and like look at fossils and stuff like that. So he's his dad was, um, you know, a PhD, I want to say, in like paleontology. Um, so he, he knew a lot and he was basically around the radio and he's like, so if you're looking over here, he was like our tour guide of this area. He was like, you know, you can see the different colors of the sandstone in the mountain and the, the, the badlands hills uh-huh. or whatever you want to call them. Um, and this is why, and this is, these are from these different eras and blah, blah, blah. It was, it was really interesting and informative. And then we stopped I've been part of the that. way through to like walk around and actually look for fossils. Cause this is BLM land. So you can roam free. You mm-hmm. just, obviously you can't take anything. Um, right, so yeah. if you find a fossil, the, etiquette is that you put it back where you found it but you can look at it and do whatever you know take pictures of it and stuff you know leave no trace basically yeah so you guys have um, the radio communication between all the rigs on the trip obviously yes um Ooh. and not cd we used vhf which i will try and convert you guys to the next wheeling trip if you are not because it was awesome we're, like, we're so okay, i've already <laughs> like yeah we're all yeah. got handhelds one in the truck yeah it's super nice it's a lot so clearer nice. mm-hmm. it's it's nice because mm-hmm. you can plug into not that i've looked into this you can put a you get like a headset that you can just plug yep. into while you're in the truck and then you can be cruising down the road with a headset and mic and everything or you could pull that headset off and then have like a speaker like your cb so you could have somebody yep. with a handheld radio spotting you and just it's in your truck Mm-hmm. Mine is basically like a CB, so it's like a, a hard-mounted yep. um, radio in my truck with just a handheld mic. Yep. Um, but then Trevor brought, he had like a Baofeng, like cheapo VHF radio, and we Man. used that for spotting. It was cool. Or if, like, he was like, sometimes we get stopped up because there's 26 rigs, and it'd be like, well, I don't want to leave the rig, or he doesn't want to leave, whoever's driving doesn't want to leave the rig. Because if we do start moving, we don't want to hold up the group. So like one of us would go ahead and see what was going on and radio back on a different channel than the main channel. Yep. Um, and then so they programmed or they gave us all the channels to program in for the trip. Um, there were like three different ultimate adventure channels. And then um one of my buddies up in Chicago is he's got his ham license. So he helped me program like the MERS, which is like or FRS or something like that, which is basically just your walkie-talkie channels too. So like yep. even if we don't have like if we're wheeling with somebody that doesn't have one of these, we can just give them a walkie-talkie, or they can bring a walkie-talkie, and we can talk to them still, which is cool. Yeah, from what I know, you can program the FRS into your radio. Yeah, and then, like you said, any as far as I know, any like cheapo go to Walmart and grab a, like a two-way walkie-talkie, you can get in on that. Which is, I mean, you can get those cheap, but even the oh, handhelds yeah. aren't like super expensive for what they are. Twenty-five bucks, I think. Yeah, or thirty bucks or something like that. So yeah um it was nice and then of course like rugged radios makes those really fancy headsets where they're like noise canceling and like if you're in the vehicle with somebody you can talk to them and then when you push a button it transmits to the radio and and yeah so some of like the the four-wheeler or the peterson's rigs were they had that because they're all open top right and that you couldn't hear anything even with the person sitting next to you going 65 miles an hour on the highway um so they had that which is cool um, but yeah, it worked really well. Um, they've got it dialed down to like communicate, like, all right, who's Mateo? Like, make sh- let us know when you get past this, you know, turn or whatever. Like, um, just to keep make sure that the group is all you know together, right? It's so much more reliable than CV, which is why I love it. Yeah, and distance wise, and I just have a cheapo antenna, like a thirty buck 
antenna that's just a magnet mount. Mm -hmm. And I probably was getting like five or six miles, depending on how mountainous it was, of transmission. Which is nice. Um, Yeah. And if I get like a better antenna, I could probably go like double that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've got the same thing. Like you said, it's like a CB mounted radio. And then I've got two handhelds too. That are It's nice just having it there, you know, where it is every time. And you want to change it, you know, where the buttons do and and stuff like that versus a handheld. You got to like, look at it to change stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. So anyway, um, I forgot where we were, but day six, I believe, um, was road day. The entirety we drove across Wyoming. Um, there we checked in, we got to, the Keystone, South Dakota, pretty late, but apparently Mount Rushmore is open until like 1 a.m. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'd been to Mount Rushmore when I was a child. Um, it's cool. I wouldn't go there just for it, um, but we were in the area, obviously. So we, we saw Mount Rushmore at night, which was pretty neat. Honestly, I'd probably say if you're driving through and it's better at night than during the day because you just get to focus on the the president's heads. <laughs> <laughs> the giant faces um, in the sky. Exactly. And then we checked into the hotel and they told us, they're like, look, tomorrow's going to be way harder than any of the other wheeling days. And I was like, thank goodness, because I still haven't pulled winch cable. So <laughs> um, then honestly, not many people had at that point. There were a few times that somebody gotten stuck or, um, you know, some lockers weren't working at one point. So they needed to winch. But um, but yeah, so I was, you know, because we didn't get to go wheeling on that one night where the wildfire was, there'd been a pretty big gap where it was just mostly dirt roads and road days. So I was getting kind of antsy again. I and need to wheel some day, things. Day seven did not disappoint. Day seven, I would say, is probably the hardest core wheeling I've done, period, in this truck. Nice. Um, it reminded me a lot of, well, neither of you guys are there, I don't think, but my bachelor party, we went to Windrock. We did one of the Skull and Crossbones trails, mm-hmm. um, probably the easiest one of those, but still, um, and it was an all day event to go like uh, 1.3 miles. <laughs> um, nice. and the same thing was true here. You could see on the app with the tracking, like this trail was marked and it was like, really? It's only like three quarters of a mile long. We're going to spend all day on it. And we did. And um, we did. Definitely. There were two rigs rolled. Um, one of them was like a full bodied rig. The other one was Ian Johnson's. I think he was just like, I'll roll a rig, <laughs> you know, I'll try <laughs> I mean, this. Not, yeah. not really intentionally, but like he was going up it and he was like, I think I can make it. And if it rolls, whatever, it's a full tube chassis. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and he, and he rolled it. Um, and it was real quick to get him back over. I don't think they even pulled the plugs. He was over for so, for so little time. Um, but yeah, I was actually that day. I was really surprised at how well my truck did despite the weight and the length. Cause this was like a, the guys that were the trail guides showed up in these, like one was like a two door Jeep with like sticky 40 inch trepidors. And the other guy was on like this little tiny tube buggy with like four wheel steer and like somehow shoehorned a five, three in it. Um, and then that was basically it. Like the floor was open so you could like see the rocks under the tires. It was such like a, it was almost like a competition buggy, like a moon buggy. Yeah. And you're like, this is exactly what I don't want to follow all day. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I was getting really nervous. Um, and then, you know, we did, I ran down, they were like, oh, it's such a small trail. Like you're going to pass by, it's just going to snake around and you'll be able to like see what the other rigs are doing. Even if you're stopped like over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called bikini. Um, and I got through, I think, all but the last two obstacles without winching. It basically was like progressively harder the trail got. 
Um, and there were some gnarly obstacles and we had some good spotters. Um, I didn't really get that bad of body damage. I got a little bit of body damage on the bedside, on the right rear bedside. Um, but worth it. <laughs> worth it. Was there anything um, on the trail that was blue? I'm sorry. <laughs> was there anything on the trail that was blue other than your truck? Um, no. Okay. Just asking for a friend. You're good. Okay. <laughs> I don't follow. Bikini blue. Fucking oh, Jesus. Okay. I have a, I have an aside actually on that because I can't believe I forgot to write this down. You did. So we're in Glacier National Park uh, before the event started and we stop at the visitor center to like talk to one of the park rangers to see like, Hey, is there a trail that we can do real quick? Um, like hiking trail that we can do real quick uh-huh. um, just to see some of the views. And they're like, yeah, blah, blah. We get back to the parking lot and some guy comes up and he's like, is that a solid action swap under it? Blah, blah. I'm like, Oh cool. Like a wheeler. Like he didn't know my rig specifically, but he was like, that's super cool. And so he tells me about his Jeep, um, that he built. And he's like, he's like overland extraordinary. He's like, um, gone to like, Panama, um, and then like up into Canada. Oh, wow. And he's got like 250,000 miles on his Jeep just from, and it's not like his daily either. So like he just, they just go on trips. He's he's like, you guys hungry? Let me get my my Scottle. Yeah, get my Scottle. (laughs) Right. But, but he also does the Jeep. What do they call it? The the Jeep badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So he's got all the Jeep badge of honors, except maybe the most recent years on that same Jeep. So it's not like he, just does like overlanding he like does trails oh, too yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that was really cool to talk to him um and then his wife you know they're they're in his wife's jeep which you can guess what color it is bougie blue yes, yes. um i was like man it's a good looking jeep uh-huh. um she's like yeah it's bikini blue i was like i knew it like, I, I, wasn't, knew I didn't it. i didn't i didn't specify i didn't ask if it was bikini blue because no. i was like you just said damn I'm it's good sure looking it you were looking at that color you looked at that color and you're like god Damn, it's a good looking color. Because mm-hmm. it's it different light. Like I'd seen pictures of your diff cover, but I'd never honestly like looked it, it up online. Uh-huh. Um, and so just because of different lighting, it looked more green that it day. Is. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good looking Jeep. Depends um, on what sunlight I didn't, you I didn't realize how rare it was. Mm-hmm. She was uh-huh. telling like it was only for 2018, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And now the Renegades, you can buy a Renegade in, in Bougie Blue. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. So, cool. I mean, I don't know. I love that color. I, I don't mind the cut. Like I really like the, oh, the color. Gorgeous. I just hate the name. Yeah, bougie blue. You just hate the name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I Hence, also hate the name for the record, Ian. So I'm you. Hence why we're you. changing the name to bougie You're blue. You're probably gonna get a lot of hate mail and tags where <laughs> people just start tagging you and shit. That because anytime on this if, podcast, yeah, if, you hate, if you hate the name, yeah, they're, they're gonna call you out exceptionally this week. Anytime so. they can find something you don't like, they're like, oh well, yep. just well, he needs to see everything bikini blue on Facebook this week. Uh-oh. Yep. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I'm not the host of this podcast, so yeah, hopefully that, that, that does not can, exclude you. You can dodge a little <laughs> bit of it, but you never know. You never know. So anyway, maybe it'll help me dodge some of it, at yeah, least, even yeah. if it's not all of it. Um, so, so are we gonna are we gonna plan like a group trip back out to Black Hills? Uh, definitely. It was awesome. We can definitely not do that trail if there's more full bodied rigs. What? <laughs> um, well, whatever. I mean, I'm down. You I made did it. it. You made huh? it. You made I, it. Okay, so I made the it, but holy crap! One of the obstacles I had to winch three different times in three different directions, mm, and nice. to do a front dig and do a rear dig. It was like you That's go in. up this thing, 
and then you turn left immediately and then you're going to go right immediately. And like this, this four wheel steer buggy barely had the turning radius for this shit. Wow. You've got some upgrades. If you want to do that, me, I'll, yeah. here, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you, a, yeah. I'll give you a point of reference. So give for Brian's tube knowledge. sock, yeah. TJ, right? Oh, is that what he took? Yep. Thanks Two short wheelbase. Um, shortest yeah. wheelbase on the trip. Really? Uh, he was the only one who didn't have to do at least a three point turn. And that's a TJ, isn't it? Yes, I think so. Yeah. With a Cummins. Yeah. He's a little bit shorter than me, but not by much. 10 inches. 10 right, inches is right. a lot. 10 inches is a good chunk. You'll be but three pointing like, it. That's fine. Sounds like it. Piece front of cake. digging it. Eh. Front diggity dog. I'll just, I'll just lock the front locker and unlock the rear. Just drag her around. But there is room. I mean, there was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, like Stephen Watson, I think. He's <laughs> literally, got like a, literally, he's got like, um, huh? GMT eight uh, four hundred two thousand I think it is um you know solid axle swapped obviously uh-huh. with like a two bed um I think he's like a hundred and something teen inch wheelbase and he was able to do a three point turn yeah that's so, awesome you know it sounds like a good took time forever because I have another twenty inches or so but that's what um, you want in four wheeling you want to get that obstacle get to an obstacle where you're not just like oh just cruise right through this yeah oh sure like you yeah. want to be so, like oh so this Fred sucks. actually Fred did have to winch up that obstacle because he had such a short wheelbase it was oh, so yeah. steep yep. Yeah, he was so, lifting tires. And so stuff, there was so. no, there was no bypass for this. There, so the Black Hills is. I mean, you technically could drive around it, but it's legal. It's illegal because that's, oh. I think, also a national forest. Nice. So yeah, so literally, so, like, if you get to this obstacle, no you have to yep. get through it. See, I love that. That's yep. what I so want. They really had. We really had to drag some rigs through. I think they yep. were able to get something. I don't remember exactly the details, so don't quote me on this. But I yeah. think they had to pull somebody through one of the bypasses because they were so broke. Wow. Um, I know like we saw a couple pictures on the, on and they the, had to like limp them back to yeah. the, the trailhead. Cause they couldn't fix it where they were. So um, the traction get... on the rocks there was incredible. Prop arguably more than Moab because nice. it's the same like grittiness, but they're more jagged. It's not as smooth as Moab. Cause it's more of a granite, isn't it? It's or granite. No? Yeah. 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 That's that good stuff. It doesn't turn it the sand cool. under your tires. It just stays there. Exactly. Now yeah. you see why um, I'll say so. Mickey Thompson was not a yeah. sponsor for the event. Who? But we're not talking about the event. Mickey Thompson. Oh yeah. Um. So we're not. The event's over. So I can say the Mickey Thompson Baja bosses that I have were awesome. Who they sponsored the tire? On everything. Who was the tire sponsor? Toyo. Max. Falcon. Oh. Wow. Falcon. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 I knew that. And I would have. Well, I you mean, know what? So Falcon, Falcon only offers a thirty-eight. Otherwise, I probably would have taken them up on it. Do they even offer the thirty-eight? Huh? Do they even offer the 38? I had a hard time they trying have, to find them. You cannot buy the 38. The 38 yeah. is only for competitions That's and stuff the like this. Dumbest thing I've ever huh. heard. Yeah, something probably with DOT. I don't know. Jesus. It's um, odd that they sponsor that. Yeah. Supposedly they're working on a 40, but yeah, I didn't want to. Well, I would have taken a free set of 38s. You're but about 10 years late to the game at this no point. Kidding. So I know they need to be, <laughs> they need to go straight to 42s. Right. I hope you're, I hope you're launching a 42, a 47, and a 54 at the same time there, buds. Yeah. Otherwise, you I will say the Falcons behind. seem to do really good. Um, they just, I just didn't go for them because they weren't tall enough. Like my rig yeah, is, that's the, just it. Yeah, my yeah. rig was the heaviest vehicle there besides the camera van. I like the Falcons. <laughs> that's funny. If it would have been heavier than the camera van, that would have been, uh, been really been, bad. Like, oh. really bad. Damn. Yeah. No, the camera van's probably over ten thousand easily. Jeez. See, I like the Falcons that are on my KJ. They do great. But if you can't get a 40, like it kind of limits. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I don't know. Yeah. When, when Mike was trying to buy tires, I saw that they had the 38 on ultimate adventure and I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, here you go, Mike. This would be a great tire. Like mm-hmm. get the wild peak MT in a 38. No, it was a, it was a Deacon. No, it's a wild peak. MT. Love it. Yeah. Um, I was like, get the wild peak MT in a 38. I was like, you'd be set. He's like, all right, yep. cool. I went to look, look for him. Could not find them for sale. I was like, nope. well, that's yeah. weird. Like, they stopped making it? Like, surely not. Oh, no. You just can't buy it. Yeah, it's a that's like annoying. a competition type. It's, DO, it's got a DOT number on it, so I don't know what the yeah. deal is. You should Maybe gotta, they just don't have the volume in their manufacturing facility to sell that many. Hmm. I don't know. So You should have got a set for Mike. I you have to run them on the trip. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that would have been hard. And, yeah, so that yeah, would have been <laughs> You have to throw your Mickeys away. No. Nope. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have to throw them away, but I wouldn't be able to use them on the trip, right? Yeah. And I'm glad that I didn't because the Mickey Thompsons, I mean, Good I zone. crawled some obstacles that at least like five rigs in front of me and five rigs behind me that I could see weren't able to. Look, so the, the bosses I'm, are just fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I if I'm not completely happy with the um the Coopers that I've got. That's mm-hmm. gonna be my next my next thing's gonna go. You won't be because you're like a tire whore. <laughs> <laughs> the people know. So like when the I tons do, do I just go straight to Mickey's when I tons yep, up? Just do it. Okay. Oh. I mean, why why sidestep? I it? mean, why why take the forties the back off the five lug wheels when you can just slip swap to eight lug and buy new wheels, tires, and the whole thing? Yep. I mean, if you can get the deal that I got in the Mickey's, you should do that in a heartbeat. Well, I got once cry twice, buddy. I got this thing that I'm trying to work on. All right, where I talk a lot. Yep. And hopefully that gives yeah. me like options for things. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Negative. Maybe you so and I can work nothing. out something for that. You know, you're already good at talking. You already got a set for cheap. <laughs> oh, no, I meant like for less than cheap, though. Oh, that'd be great. Less than yeah, cheap. One of the big banners in the back of the thing. You know. I, yeah, I'm going to have to have more notoriety than what I have currently. So working on it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, one episode at a time, right? Yep. So that day was awesome. I didn't break anything. I did have to winch. I got a tiny little bit of body damage, but I'll, it's not even that bad. No. Battle I've gotten worse. Let's just say I've normal. gotten worse body damage on previous wheeling trips. So yep. I'm totally happy with it. Man, that's um, awesome. The flat belly skids were awesome. They worked great. Oh, I yeah. definitely dragged them on a lot of stuff. The sliders, Ian, that you welded yeah. um, also worked awesome. They fell off in the parking lot. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I definitely had to add some reinforcement to them because a weld did break at the Badlands one time. Does happen. I think we we did talk about that. But yeah, so I just welded on some supports and they're probably going to get redone when I do the rockers like Groey's doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, but yeah, they worked great. Um, The whole truck worked great. Once we got that uh, pesky Mm. wire recrimped and the transfer case seal swapped out, no yeah. issues. Went wheeling for a week. How many miles have you driven? Three plus uh, thousand? 3,600 right Jeez. now. It'll probably be about 4,200 by the time I get home. Wow. wow. That's impressive. So provided it- you make it home without any more oh, casualties. yeah. Go ahead and jinx his ass. That's great. <laughs> I, I said, didn't say anything. I said you provided. Just, no. You just, he's going to send you the bill from now on out. I mean, yep. if he doesn't make it out, you're on the I, hook. I preface with provided. You're on the hook. I don't know. You said it. You brought it up. You like peeled right. the scab back, you know? <laughs> Let it out. Spoke it into you existence. Spoke it. I mean, you thought it, so you might as well just said it. Yeah, yeah. this is true. Anyway, thirty six hundred miles, and your only two casualties thus far have been a pair of seals that actually didn't really need changed, and a loose wire. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And I honestly, mean, I should have changed the shields before the trip, but I was like, they're not leaking that bad. But once you get the yeah, transfer case up dust. to temp for that many miles, you know, the gear lube thins out. And yeah. so, it, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have needed to change them. I could have just probably topped it off after a while. But why not? I was like, you know what? We, we've got some time to kill. We added in some buffer time. I figured, why let this be a thing? I'd rather change it in a nice brand new hotel parking lot mm-hmm. than on a dirty trail. Can you imagine how much dust would be all over your truck if you'd have left it? Oh like my that? god! Well, I didn't. I did my best to wipe off the skids, but they're oh, still yeah. greasy. Oh yeah, it would have been. It would have been a nightmare. It would have been like concrete it'd been, too. It would have been wonderful. It would have yeah. been dust one day, and then you drive, and it covers it. It recoats it in mm-hmm. in oil, and then the next day, dusts it again. It just keeps on compounding. Oh god! It would have been like sandstone dust, gear oil. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, just nope. give me wanna, shivers thinking about having to clean out, that. You want to find out what that's like? Just go find you an old Corey truck. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's what it's yeah. like. Yeah. Yep. But yep. man, it sounds like an awesome trip. I'm so glad to hear from you. I'm so glad that uh that you had a good time. Glad it finally happened. It finally happened. It's like it's about fucking time, you know. Right. <laughs> what were you saying? Yeah, last and time? I mean like, they they you know, you yeah. can't make it if you don't apply. Yep. So for anybody listening who wants to do it, um, apply right if you don't make it you don't make it but you can't make it if you don't apply either so uh, my biggest piece of advice is for anybody who wants to make it is wheel the crap out of your truck don't make huge changes to it like get it to where it meets the specs you know i did in 2018 i part of the reason why i wasn't selected i think is because you know i was like oh i'm gonna shorten the wheelbase and do this (laughs) and then yeah Yeah. do all these new things and yeah sure they do that on their their magazine rig but yeah, you shouldn't do that. They don't want they don't want somebody you know who's just put this thing together last minute. It's not top and truck hasn't, challenge. I've been yeah, there. Yeah, hasn't barely been uh shaken 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 down. You know what I mean? Top yeah. truck challenge. You send in a picture of all your parts sitting next to your truck. Like this is what's going to happen. I did that. Yeah. For, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. Come on over. I did that for truck yep. night in America. I did like a had a <laughs> like a web interview thing yeah. with the producers and all that. God, Went through all the it. questions and they're like, "All right, well, let's check out your rig." And I'm like grabbed the laptop and like we got in the garage and I'm like, and here it is. And it was no front axle. <laughs> I don't, I think it had the rear axle, but it was like on jack stands, like all this. And they're like, wait, uh, uh, wait, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, was no, it, I've got a big plan of things to do. Was it even a tube chassis at that time or was it still no, full bodied? No, that was still full bodied. And it, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that would have been, they would have had to wait a long time to do that episode if they oh, picked yeah. you. So yeah. <laughs> he's, he's yeah, hoping I, to catch the re, the, the, the reboot, the reboot the, of the, the series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I had Hoping. big plans of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna got this, that, and the other, and they're like, uh, wait, hold, uh, hold on a second. Would have been epic had you had it done like it is now and actually gotten on the show. Oh, that'd have been cool. That would have been cool. I'd have been, I would have won that set of. You'd what have do won, you win yeah, a free no set shit. of tires or something like that? I don't care. It would have been awesome, just to have like, like that. I don't just people looking like no, ten thousand. Nah, you won ten dollars. Yeah. Well, that'd been a good start. That would have been a nice fuel bill for getting there. <laughs> Uh, so all right you want to wrap this up yeah derek's got to get on the road and he's got to oh, get yeah, going. yeah still Gosh, got another still three park. and a half hour three hours or so to drive tonight so okay awesome. well let's get you out of here we're gonna wrap up this episode and uh thanks for coming on buddy thanks for stopping on the side of the road in the middle of montana no south, that, dakota, no, but south yes. dakota uh yeah <laughs> is that your south dakota accent south dakota south dakota south dakota South Dakota. I don't know how to do it either. So I don't know. <laughs> That's it. I, let me call one of the Wisconsin people and let them help me figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll, well, you'll have to have uh, Trevor on at some point to get his perspective too. Uh, 
Um, that would be kind of cool. It was, what is it now? It, he's probably got a different perspective than me. Yeah. What's his thing in DMAX? DMAX. What? So his Instagram is DMAX Campen, yeah. C-A-M-P-N, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because he changed um, it. Because if you listen to episode three, when we talk about Trevor, he was only because my mom asked. And now he's yes. changed it. Yeah, he definitely changed his Instagram. I'm so glad uh, he did. It's so man. much better now. Like, yeah, it's good. Like, he does, he's kind of he's not Overlander, but he's kind of Overlander. He's a camper. He's an adventure yeah. camper. Yes, and, and he, I mean, he got, at least goes to campsites, so you can't drive like a Prius too. Right. He's got a so. solid axle swap Duramax. I can't. I don't feel like you can throw that in the uh, Overland bunch. Oh, I think you could. I it's could just not be. that case. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you could. He, he just does have a rooftop tent. So. so yeah. <laughs> Extreme camper. He's out. Extreme camper. That's like yeah, he's an extreme camper. Does yeah. he have a scuttle? So when you have him on, have him tell you about the wildfire story because that's oh, a good one. Okay. I won't tell it for him because I'll miss details, but it's a yeah. good story. He'll have and it was fairly one. recent too. So. Nice. All right. Well, we'll have to figure out, work out with him sometime and get him on to one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Where can the people find all the pictures and videos you're going to dump here over the next like three yeah. months? So you can see the pictures that I'm uploading on my Instagram at dmanbluesfreak. Um, also the, at least the daily updates will be up, I think in the next couple of days for all seven days on fourwheeler.com slash ultimate dash adventure. Um, and then the videos will be on motor trend. I believe they said late October, early November. Wow. And then the magazine issue will be the December issue. So it'll be like late November is when they arrive. I think is I'm what actually they said, impressed so. they're going to get turned around that fast. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, yeah. So the video crew this year is, is pretty on top and they don't uh, they also don't have a lot else going on as part of it too oh, yeah, i think that's true, yeah just because of covid like this is mm-hmm. probably one of the I, th- I think it's the biggest discovery or motor trend events that they've had since covid period wow. yeah it makes sense or the yeah. biggest not not one of the um it so they biggest, yeah. we, they had a lot they had to push a lot and they had to like prove a lot before they would uh green light allow on. it to happen right. yeah so christian hazel worked really hard to make this happen this year and made it happen and then trent did a really good job planning it we should have um, one of those two on here that would be cool that would be cool i will try and like, work my magic what does that take possible. to get you to get one of you on here yeah, to talk about how what, what does know. it take to put on off-road or the ultimate adventure oh, we'll keep it clean it'll be a classy episode be a lot yeah there you go be a lot of beep, 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 beep. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to train ian yeah <laughs> yeah i'm working on it it's, it's yep. a comma Starts with a C. It is a comma, <laughs> but it could also start with an F. <laughs> awesome. Well, Derek, safe travels, and I appreciate you being on here. I'm stoked. I can't wait to see more pictures and stuff. Yep. It was an amazing time, um, and thanks for having me on. Um, you know we it. can do more detailed recap of the, the last day is probably the best one to talk about because there's a lot of carnage and all the rigs. And obviously yeah. today I pretty much only talked about mine, but there's a lot of other things that happened. So definitely watch the videos as they come out, read the magazine, um, check my Instagram. I'll, I'll start posting pictures of not just my rig too. Cause we took pictures of a lot of stuff and, and there were one final comment uh, before we end is that the readers this year were all awesome and all very diverse. Like, you know, there's guys from South Carolina, there's guys from Southern California, there's guys from Ohio, there's me from Chicago, um, Arizona, Carolina. they all, every rig was completely different. No one thing was the same. Um, and they all had different driving styles and they were all really cool people. You know, it was very, it was a lot of fun. And and the the magazine guys made a comment about how this is probably from a personality and like companionship standpoint, one of the best ultimate adventures yet, if not the. That's nice. awesome. A lot, of, a lot of milestones. Time. They say that every year. 
<laughs> they say that <laughs> makes you feel good. As long as hey, as long as it keeps getting better. There exactly. you go. That's right. Yeah. Cool. So cool, right, well, thanks, guys. I'll hit the road. Um, I'll talk to you both soon. Awesome. Good, we'll take take it easy. All right. Later. Take care. Bye. Well, that was cool hearing from Derek. I'm glad they finally picked his ass to go. Like I know. the guys only built the damn truck. Yeah. For that freaking event. You're not wrong. And they literally. So in the in the midweek, many you were like, I mean, I'm pretty sure like 90, like 100 percent. You know, I'm not saying he built it for this event, but like he built it for this event. And uh, I went back and listened to episode three prepping for that, you know, to listen to that that week. And Derek's like, I mean, I built my truck because of UA. <laughs> I mean, it was the motivator. He obviously no, wanted to go off like, road and everything. Like, but like, like he started watching UA is like, I'm building a truck for that. Yes. Yep. He always I mean, it's from wonderful. the get go before it was even solid axle swapped. It was, I want to go on the ultimate adventure for this. So he wanted to build the, I think it fits him too. I mean, the ultimate yeah. adventure is his creme de la creme. I think yeah, I, that was without speaking for him. That's what I think. That was his. It fits yeah. him perfectly. Oh, he wants yeah, to perfect. go, he wants to be able to go hiking or biking mm-hmm. or whatever. And oh, by the way, off-roading adventure. Yes. He wants that overland adventure kind of thing. Yeah. And the rig fits him perfectly. That trip fits perfectly. I'm just it was in the right happen. place like for him. Yeah, because he like his like destination is like Colorado. Yep. Like that's where he so, yeah, that to live. style of wheeling is. So, yeah, like perfect. like right. He was right in that little north, but like right in that right area. In the area. Yeah. Like that was perfect. What a what a perfect coincidence. You know, he didn't go to Moab that, you know, he's been to yep. before. And it was just you, awesome. You could tell. Yeah. The level of excitement now oh, yeah. versus the on the midweek mini oh, yeah. a week ago. So excited. Love it. So, so this what do you feed me this week? On the last call. Oh, last call. Last call. From Tailgate Brewery. It is a peanut butter milk stout. It is a milk stout with peanut butter flavor. Peanut butter milk stout. The name says it, but the taste is everything. Rich, creamy, velvety, and delicious. The official beer of tailgating. Really? What? I don't feel like you tailgate with a peanut butter milk style. I'm I'm doing it wrong. Okay, I'm waiting. The official <laughs> The official beer of tailgating. Uh-huh. Find out more at tailgaterbeer or tailgatebeer.com. <laughs> <laughs> this is made by Tailgate Brewery. Okay. So now, like, I said it, read it, said it, and then was like, wait, oh, tailgate beer. Got it. Uh, I got you. So, so this is out of Nashville, Tennessee. This is one of Brad Prater's beers. We're doubling down. We had a had one the other day. It's 5.8. Yeah. Peanut butter milk stout. So I'm it's glad. It's cold out. Yeah. Which is chill season, boys and girls. Love it. <laughs> had to do it for you. You gotta do it. You were opening it, so I had to do it. So I'm glad that you're opening this so that um Brad gave us four of these. Is there three in the fridge? I think so. You go a little higher than that, right to the bottom of the of the uh double circle. So if you ever want to split a can of beer with your buddies and you got a TOP pint glass, which you should have, which you should have, you go right to the bottom of the double circle. And it splits the can almost perfect 50 50. I poured yours a little bit hard, but that's okay. There you go. Beater I'll on give the you cup. The, dri- the dribbling. <laughs> that's all right. You can pour mine hard. It's fine. It's not a nitro, but it's, it's not. Too, I mean, it's not so, bad. Uh, it's a little it's bit higher. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, in the beer, let's see. Are we not quite right? Oh, man, I was way off. Okay, it's right to the bottom of podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I was totally fucked. So close. And that's on your standard 12-er, not so just standard 16 12, Yeah, standard 12-ounce going into a T.O.P. pint glass. It's from the, they are part of the Independent Craft Brewers Association. Did certified. they make the list? I didn't see them on the list. Dude. What? Speaking of lists. The skew tag the, is, is Tennessee. inside Tennessee. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, that's pretty trick. I like it's that. It's got a... Uh, it's the touches. What? I see him staring at the can. It has a... Look, in the truck bed. Well, I see. What a, is in the truck bed? A cow. What's the cow doing? Got its hand on some peanut butter. Looks like it's milking itself. I, well, I mean... <laughs> It does, doesn't well, it? That'd be awfully strange. Goodbye. I think it's got peanut butter on its face. I think it's a jar of peanut butter. I'm not looking at its face. Well, I mean, I see that. <laughs> I, looks like it's milking There's itself. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it looks like it's milking itself. It's like a little milk suction. There's like a... I don't even know what's going on here. I think it's wonderful. So, like, there's a there's a jar here on the tailgate laid over. Okay. And then they... she. She presumably. I just gotta, let's hope it's I, not. Let's hope it's not a bull. Oh, it's stud. got horns though. It's got horns oh, and it's udders. Got udders. What kind of <laughs> PC beer is this? <laughs> horns and udders, and it's got eyelashes. All right, okay. I I don't even know. Oh boy, oh, that's the good, jar. Though. The jar that her her it's that its hoof is in uh-huh. has a peanut on it. Okay, so it is a peanut butter jar. She's not milking herself through the bottom of the jar. That's what, that's what milking it itself, like. milking itself through the bottom of the jar. It is a bit uh, interesting. And what is that? OBS Ford with like looks triple like down taillights, triple like Cadillac style taillights. <laughs> I guess I don't know. And the taillights say TGB in them. They branded the truck everywhere they could. The license plates tailgate beer. The the taillights are tailgate beer. That's Surprise a pretty them. good beer. It's a 5.8 ABV. Did you say that? Yep. You did? I think so. Uh, did you read the whole thing? Pretty sure I got most of it. Oh, here's something you didn't read. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. What? Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery. Balls. And may cause health problems. Bullshit. It's good health problems. Brewed in can by Tailgate Beer, Nashville, Tennessee, Healthwick, LTD, London, W8. I'm not reading all that bullshit. <laughs> 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 I was trying to do it pretty good and I got I got to start to change a lot of it started going into numbers. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, is this thing any good? Yeah, Ooh, I think it, it smells pretty, I think good. it's pretty damn smooth. Didn't we just have a peanut butter? I believe we did. Was it the the triptic peanut butter stout? The new troll the stout. The new troll. See, I think this is drinkable as I think this is more peanut like on the nose. A lot of peanut butter on the nose. And? I'm a fan. That's a good smooth beer. That's a good peanut butter stout. That's perfect. It's the perfect amount of peanut butter. Love you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. I got one of these in my fridge, and I keep looking at it, like thinking about drinking it, and I'm like, I don't think we've had that one yet. Well, it's cold as shit out. It's um, that time. It's it's the stout season. I have. I was going to bring tonight, but we had a triptych beer last week. We've had a lot of triptych beers because I got the beer list. I love the beer list. If you guys haven't seen the beer list, go to our IG page. Uh, it's on Facebook too. Oh, it's on Facebook too. Posted it about cross posts. So awesome! I'm so glad you did. You know what I wish you would have done? What? I and this would have been really hard to do. We could I can start. I guess no, you can't do it now. It's Bet too you late. I can. You can start. Okay. Give our rating with it. Oh, like what we thought of it. 
I don't. Okay. See, so I want to go. You with could. A, I guess you could go through every side, episode and side rant. Yes, I'd rant. Barstool Sports Pizza Review. Barstool you know Sports. The Portney does the pizza review. You've told me of this. And How I think have we watched you not it. Watched I watched these. They don't do the sports. It's man. on. I don't either. But it's sports on Instagram. It's pizza. So it has nothing to do with I'm sports. Not, I'm ball. not even a big pizza guy. God damn it! I mean, I like pizza, but everybody knows who. Portney is that does the damn pizza reviews on Instagram. Right. I don't know how to tell you this other yeah. than you're just living. We have had rock. this conversation on this show. So he does it. I think it's out of a 10. Yeah. I watched one yesterday and he said, my 14. favorite oh. pizza place uh-huh. is blank. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this one is blank. And they like yeah. sounded very similar. And he's like, I think that's very in, uh, interesting or some shit like that because he said, this is almost as good as that. This is great. But like the whole time he's doing this whole review, he's very animated with those reviews. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, very like, holy shit. He's very impressed. Like takes a couple bites and then finally takes a bite to the crust, takes a bite of the crust. I was like, oh, you know, like really just like hammering the exaggeration that he's in love with this fucking pizza. One of the best pizzas he's had. Blah, 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 blah. And rates it like a seven, six or something. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do to get a 10? <laughs> but like, that's the, what I mean. Like the best pizza. What would ever. you rate this beer? A seven, two. Well, well yeah, then you like, get another one. You're maybe like, not. Mm, it maybe it's a seven, seven, one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would be cool. And it would take a lot of work, a little extra work. It took a lot of work getting that beer list. It would take a lot more work to put another column at the end of it. That literally had like basically our overview yep. of each beer. And some of them we don't give much of an overview on, and you just put a meh in that column. Yep. <laughs> there was a lot of work to get that because I went through all our old show notes. Well, some of them we didn't Seriously. write yeah, down yeah. what uh-huh. beer we did. Well, like, like today. Some of them I either couldn't find or whatever. Um, Let me help you out. Well, now I've got the list. I can just do it. Each one. Each but uh, I can keep up with it. But uh, And then we don't we, – see, we didn't used to do a last call section back in the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. We oh. did our beer at the beginning. Oh, I know. Be, and so I'm listening to the like last third of this, like episode five. And I'm just like, <laughs> where is the last call? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, we did it. So then I had to go back and play that. <laughs> is it the beginning or is it the end game? Oh. Finally, then they all switched to the end. Well, then we <laughs> we get on a rampage of talking and it's like, is it? 10 minutes from the end. There was yeah. one. It was like 40 freaking minutes from the end was our last call. It's like, what is that's wrong a lot with of us? Them. What are you talking about? So yeah, last call comes early someday. And that, so that's, but I was trying to thirsty. Yep. So I had to go listen it's to broad. all these podcasts, like eight different old podcasts to get this beer. in. how do some of these shows keep such a tight schedule and like, okay, 20 minutes before the end, they we're going to do, do last call. How do you, how do you stay on topic? Like, you start having a conversation, and all of a sudden the conversation gets good, and you're almost up to your limit. You're like, "Whoop, cut it off, boys!" Yep. Like Dunzo, shut her down. Yeah, you just do it. <laughs> you just, you just simply do it. No, it's not worth it. I, it is worth just it. Just keep chatting. at the right time. But yeah, when you're going back through trying to make your beer list. Yep. So I was having fun with that the other day. I was reading that beer list, and I'm like, "My God!" Like we've had forty. Like no, we haven't had forty different beers. Forty. There was a couple weeks we didn't have a beer. Oh, guy, we had coffee. Those were the mornings. No, the morning shows. We had a couple. Thanks for joining us for the morning show. We, we had a We're couple having coffee. Weeks. Other than that, we didn't have beer. 
there were a couple weeks in there were like, yeah, beer's not this, not this week. Episode eight and episode yep, nine I were remember no beers. Weeks. Yep. 29 and 30 were Starbucks. I you, well, because I think it was either, it was either late or we were trying to hammer out an episode and I'm like, do you want a beer? And you're like, no, not this week. I'm like, all right. And then so we, we just watered yeah, it Yeah, we didn't do one and two were our intros. We didn't have a beer. And then Derek's episode, I could have swore no. that we were well, drinking something, but we just must not have talked about it. I feel, I don't. Did we drink beers without Derek? Like we drank beer in front of Derek while he was here. I don't remember. That would seem dickish. I am pretty much do that though. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the honest. funny thing. So like there's episode eight and nine where we didn't drink any beers. And then now the last like three or four weeks now, probably more than that, probably like five weeks now I get here. The first thing I do is go to the beer fridge and get a beer. Crack one of those. Like earlier tonight I had a bush latte. Yep. Um, I cracked it and drank it during the midweek mini. And then, uh, and now I'm over here now, you know, now we're having a peanut butter stout. So like some weeks don't do any beers. Some weeks we do multiple, like there's, yep. you'll drink multiple beers. You don't review them, but I don't know. It was fun. It was fun. Go back through there. Just looking at all the weeks and you're just like, dude, I remember that. One. Like there's like, yeah, like we've got history going down here. Like, yep. It's just fun. Like it's fun to look back and like, and, uh, if you go back and listen to the old episodes and stuff, it was common. And like, like, you're just like listening to like what we've said back then. You're like, Oh, dope. Didn't do that. And like shit has changed in the, you know, in that time, like back to, uh, was it spool it or what was it called? What was the name of that episode? Lock it up. No, that's the good episode. That's the episode where we talked about lockers. Oh, buy that mother effing spool. I think it was was something (laughs) like that. (laughs) It was something like that. It was something about a spool. And, uh, I'm like, oh, well that's out the window. That went to shit real fast. That thing never even got here. What episode did your shit break on? Uh, uh, eight no huh 13 no that 13 was holly um i don't remember offhand this is what kills me it's like oh on episode blank i was talking about one of the episodes i went and listened to was uh-huh. uh i was getting ready to get the cab painted mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah just gotta get it off get it painted real quick then get put it back on <laughs> Yeah. Boy, if that was the case. If only. Fuck. Uh, exactly. Like, that's the thing. So, like, I'll look back through here real quick. Boy, it's a long time ago. Oh, look, Loki went on, on episode 10. It was still in the garage, so that okay. must be pretty decent. And then uh, Busted Knuckle was 11. Then we had Crawler. Oh, episode 13. It was 13. So, 13 is when she was. recap. And 14 was Mischief Maker. <sighs> Damn. And then right here, buy that spool, episode buy 15. That spool. There seemingly doesn't seem to be an episode where it says buy that ziplocker. You didn't have ziplocker money back then. <laughs> now you got ziplocker money. Where the hell did I find ziplocker money? Boy, you dug under the right tree. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, your credit score expanded. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. was. Your credit score. Your credit score had some time to build to bulk up. Oh, man. Isn't that wild? Good time. I, just, I just like looking back through here. This is cool. Like, Broke the donut, tight budget build. That was a good episode. There's no perfect setup. That was a good episode. There's a lot of like, it's just like, look at all these, look at these episodes. Like, this is all we've done. I know. Isn't that a trip? I sure wish I had like wheeling rig progress. Oh, that'd be great. Wish that next week should be that one. No, wheeling progress, not rig, wheeling. wheeling. Like, we went wheeling. That'd be a great episode. Yeah, we don't have the content for that. <laughs> We should try to figure out where to find it. We're going to the Badlands. Are, is your shit going to be done by then? <sighs> 15 days. 15 days. 15 days. 
it's not it's not good it's what? not mm. okay here's what needs I to be like done you could make it happen okay so i have the list there obviously but what i need to do is first thing is and i bought parts today to get it underneath there i uh, andrew sent me the airlines you just gave me an air tank yep i gotta buy an air compressor i need to buy seven eight time joints i need to buy the dom tubing to fix my things uh i talked to chris today and hopefully by the time this comes out he will have already um, ordered my bushings for the front lower control arms. Cut. We're going to cut the lower control arms up and re-weld those and make those into uh, straight control arms and not radius arms. Cut. Build the upper control arm, which I got to get the, like I said, I got to get it underneath there and mock everything up in place to make sure I have it all set right. Um, and then I have to, let's see, I have to build a bracket. I think I'm going to build it out of the bottom out of three eights, but it's going to be a bracket that has to be double broke to a 90 cut and needs to fit right over top of my, um, over my cross member. Cut. And then we're going to clean up the cross member, burn that fucker in, and then it's gonna have a hole through it with a nut welded at the bottom, like a captured nut on the bottom. And then I'll drop a bolt straight through the floorboard and that'll hold in the upper, the top three link thing. That's the biggest thing. Like that's the biggest, like, that's the biggest thing that has to be done. Just need to do it. I need to do it. That's what it sounds like. I just need to figure out how I'm going to do it. Just do it. Yes. It's an XJ. Not that big a deal. People build those. Just weld them in place. Yep. Call it a day. Do it. Yep. I think you could have it done by next week. Have the, that part the done. The biggest thing is. You've got the axle back. The axles are back. Like everything's back. Like parts wise. The only thing I need parts wise are like. Um, Heim joints. Tubing. Um, that's like that's like it, right? I don't know. U bolts, maybe. Sure. It would be nice. It would be nice to put the U bolt eliminators on by it before then. The nice thing is you could just take the liberty. I mean, if I have to, I'd I don't like that option. No, I don't either. The people don't like. You that told option. me I couldn't take it last well, week. You're like, I'm gonna try to be a nice burn guy. The, we're gonna burn the ship. Okay. Well, I mean, you can take it. We just might burn it down. I'm just saying. I don't have a backup wheeling rig is my problem, so I, need, I have to get my shit done. But I need an alternator. Oh, they sell those. Yeah, you can buy that. That's easy. Uh, what else was it I needed for that thing? Um, I got to put my U joints in the drive in the uh, axle shafts. Like, there's like once you get the upper link put on, like the new top cap for the truss on the tower on the link in and hooked it to the and get it hooked to the um. The uh, sun bed, the cross member. Mm-hmm. Like once the three links in up front, like I feel like you're in more of the home stretch. Okay. Slam just, the front axle back together. That take you a couple hours. Do it. Slam it together. Get it all done. Throw the front wheels on. Let me ask a stupid okay. question. No, just no for questions curiosity's sake. What's to keep you from putting it back together how it was? It was shitty. And I'm not, I'm not talking about that. No, it was shitty. Okay. Well, I know that. I was with I, you. I could. But you could. Definitely. You could literally just bolt it in and not do the fab stuff. Literally could do all the fab stuff and still bolt it in. Okay. Minus cutting the lower links up. So it's going to be done. As soon as I cut the lower links up, then it's a problem. That's what I'm saying. Right. Should still cut the lower links up. I'm just throwing this option out there. It's like a free pass. Like you just hold it up and then you just bolt the axle back up under there. (laughs) And you just take it to wheeling for a day. (laughs) Then bring it back. Bring it back. Huh. It's an option. It, is it not? Certainly, no, it's, it's certainly not the is. best option. I'll it's give you that one. Yeah. 
But you should just do it once and be done. But it could be done. I feel like this is the same conversation we had on the way back from Nashville. Is it? Like of the same depth. Oh, it could be. And you saw what happened with that conversation. It worked out well, I think. So far. It took a project off my plate. You're welcome. Spent my dollars. Do you feel stressless? God, you're good at Do you feel less stressed? What did I spend? I didn't I spend am, any money yet. I, I oh, am the lockers. Really, yeah. Huh? Was that what you're talking about? About no, spending the money? No, no. I was talking about you. I sold a truck and then bought a transmission. Oh, yeah. But dude, cost me one more of dollars. these days you're going to drive up in that truck and it's going to be fucking worth it. One of the, yeah, I am. People are, because people like, people if you buy, it. if you drive up in a new Ram, they're like, oh, that's a nice truck. Yeah, if you drive up in a clean OBS, they're like, dang. That's what I'm saying, bro. I know. Fucking no. It's going to pay off and you'll like it. I'm just saying, just to make you, make your life happier. You could just flop her back together and have it done in like a weekend and then just just be done. I mean, like I said, you could always pull it back apart. It's almost winter season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't rush it now when you could take all fucking winter and take your time to do it. You guys guys on the other end of this. Start drinking. Start drinking. People sitting there (laughs) listening to this podcast right now. Like, do you see this shit that I have to put up with? Logic. One week, it's fucking three. No, one week, it's four blanket. Yeah. The next week, it's put it back to the way you found yep. it. Well, here's my thing. What am I to do with this kind of information? Here's my conundrum. You guys weigh in. Get on the trail riders. Let us know. Weigh in. I mean, the way to do it is to I'll do start it, a post Tuesday morning. Do it once and be done. Right. That's the correct way. But like to go wheeling. Life happens. Yeah. You could just slam this only when you go into the mountains. Yeah. Then life happens. And boom. Next thing you know, you can't Baby. build your damn Jeep. So that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> throw it back together. Fix the other shit. Let's go on a wheeling trip. Have a nice day. Mm. And then let's pull it apart and fucking take all winter to fucking put your three Lincoln shit in there the way you want it. Flex it out. Test it a few times. Then let's burn it in there. You don't got to rush nothing because you'll be like me. You'll be like, oh, no, I want to cut this in half a, and do it again. I forgot a big part of this. Let's hear it. <laughs> I got to plumb my, my uh, I got to plumb and wire my. Uh... Yes. Yep. The one thing. The zip lockers. Oh, that's easy to do. Yeah, okay. Plumbing. You just run an airline. Yeah, that's plumbing. Then you just, we got to wire them. They got to wire the switches. I got to find out where the fuck I'm putting the switches. Uh, In the dash. Guys out there with 3D printers. I can't remember. They don't make an XJ switch panel thingy? No. Bullshit. Um, I can't remember which one of you guys was that sent me that you have the 3D printer. Who was it? They will contact you now. Was it Kyle Meng? Was it Lincoln Bray? They will contact Was it you. Andrew? Hit us up. Who was it? I don't know. Somebody sent me a message. Okay. Hmm. This is hard. Anyway, I need a part 3D printed. I need a switch panel. I yep. do think you should still four link it. I don't disagree with you at all. I think I should locate a new cross member before then. Yep. And I should put in my frame stiffeners. Yep. So this winter, find a garage. Yep. Put it in the garage. Do the stiffeners. Yep. And then while you're doing the stiffeners, figure out your cross member or your, yeah, the new cross member you want to build by whatever. Slam that some bitch in full belly skids and either four link or three link. And four link out, would be nice. Come out the gate hard for 2021. What I should season. do is set up, is set up the new, the current setup as I'm building this. I should set it up like going to four link. Yep. Or just do it once and be done. Uh, yeah. Takes longer. Well, it wouldn't be no big deal. It like costs you, more. 
it's it's if I have the room. So that's why I'm saying the tower, four link. But the biggest thing, the tower coming off the if it's four link, it needs to be uh the whatever the hell they call it, like not triangulated, but like parallel. Yep. It needs to be parallel. I don't know if I have the room to go parallel and clear the frame rail on full compression. I feel you. So if I have room for that, then excellent. If I don't, then we're kind of, sh- you know, a shit creek. I don't think a three link's going to be bad. Well. Um, you could just do no, Put it this way. Fine. A well-designed three link is going to be better than a shitty designed four link. Well, I'm building it. So no promises on the well-designed anything. So there you go. Shitty three link versus shitty four link. <laughs> Draw. Draw. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, we're we're we gotta fucking get out of here. Oh, do we? Yep. We got shit to wrap do. her up. Yeah. Do I need to talk about things? No. Go check out D Man Blues Freak on Instagram. No underscores because he's not one of the cool kids, even though he has more followers than all of us. Um, go check out total underscore offered underscore podcast. Check out my personal page, low underscore K-E-E underscore X-J, and check out off-road underscore Ian. If you're new here, I'm blown away that you made it this far, but go check out www.totaloffroadpodcast.com. Check out our swag, even if you don't want to buy any, just go check out the page. Check it out, and then buy stuff, because you're like, holy shit, this is so cool. And so affordable. The flags are coming, I promise. Oh my god, they're still not here? The guy's being a weasel. Where do you say they're coming from? Poland? Turkey. Turkey. You gotta buy shit Jesus. cheap. You gotta get the good quality but cheap shit. That's Turkish. Yeah. Uh huh. They're, heard they're great quality. God. They just gotta float across the ocean. <laughs> the problem was we, we delayed it just a little bit. We changed the logo so it would look better on, on the, flag. the flag. Yeah. That killed it by a week or two, and then we, I don't know Turkey. There's no direct guy. street from Turkey to America. There's not. Last hit, I like checked the map, there ain't a fucking interstate that runs to Turkey from here. Uh, I thought there was. So, so that means they're going to take a minute. They should be here, I think, next week. Okay. Well, and then I'll get them shipped out like the next day. Yeah, Ian, the same day. I'll our shipping you. department is hot. It's like fucking white fire hot. I got three or four orders so, going out this. Uh, well, this is podcast Sunday. Yeah, real world real Sunday. Real world Sunday podcast Monday, Tuesday. There's three or four orders going out. Your shit's in the mail. So yeah, it should it should damn near be, but most of them. You want to chat on anybody? You want to thank like anybody? North or South Carolina? Nice. So that might be Wednesday or Thursday. I don't Was that know. to Nick? Honest to God, I do not remember. Mm, he's over that way. Someone, Nick Mingali. Don't know if that's how you say it. I feel like that might have been one of the names. Well, there was yeah. somebody's order that I just completely straight up missed. Oh, nice. And I was like, what a dick. What am I waiting on for this? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> Why have I not done this? And I was like, don't know. Don't throw me a sticker. All, they all should have got their uh, shipping, like your shit. Sh- when I fill the order and it ships out, it's I send like a, it sends like email. an email. Ah, it's awesome. Send out an email. Okay. That says your shit has shipped. Your so shit. if you haven't got one of those, you have a package coming from Raceline. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> a boy can dream, can't he? A boy he? can dream. Okay. You're not wrong. Check it out. Buy some merch. So okay. we got some new merch coming. So get it, get your credit cards paid off so you can buy some more, boys. Get in and there, girls. pick up a pint glass before we're out of them. We do have a couple three left, maybe. Yep. <sighs> Hurry up, put in them orders and is that all you got? That's all I got. That the whole week? Send it to the house. Hopefully next week we'll be fucking steering like a Cadillac, baby. Oh, God. That'd be awesome. 
Again, a boy can dream, right? A boy can dream. Uh, hey, thanks for listening this week, and we'll catch you on the trail. Maybe someday. Hopefully. <laughs>